just kidding. Last minute change. Our today's right. fucking uh, whatever is just going to be us talking about Will Smith and Jada. <laughs> special edition. All right. Special edition. Our TV podcast of the Batman and probably Will and Jada and probably talking about that absolutely deranged person who was in my inbox on Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing at that. Like, what was that? Why are you so angry? Okay, so yeah. Clearly, some people don't have love in their lives, and that's a true tragedy. <laughs> My God. All right. Um. Yeah, something's in the air this this week. I guess everyone is livid. I swear. Um, but I'm not because. I had a good time watching the Batman and I'm still on that high. I, to see it in I enjoyed the Batman too. It's the first movie in theaters I've seen since 2020, Birds of Prey. <laughs> that was like the last movie. Yeah. I will uh, neither confirm nor deny how I got access to this movie as a hermit. <laughs> I will not confirm or deny how I watched it the second time. <laughs> I'll leave just that. like yeah. allegedly uh some people have managed to not have the sea monster so they're still housebound like a motherfucker i mean let's just say let's say nothing let's say that um <laughs> <laughs> yeah moving forward um because that didn't me, happen fbi i know you listening and watching through this, <laughs> this zoom camera um i confessed to nothing yeah, exactly. So boo. Um, <laughs> it was good. It was great. It was such a good movie. You know what I like the most about this one? What? Just like he felt like he was actually a part of the city and yeah. not like outside of it. Um, Definitely. <laughs> Even though like, occasionally uh, poor Alfred had to like drag him out of the house and take off his own damn cufflinks to get him out of the house. Yeah, and I feel like things that happened in the city actually affected him. Like definitely. Like with the Nolan movies, it's just like he's kind of like this rich boy, outside. like outsider who is yeah. above and separate from everything. Yeah. I mean, it was a really good villain choice. And a villain motivation choice to have somebody who was actually like got himself in a position to come after some people that matter because i think like bruce wayne's privilege kind of protects him from a lot of things so the fact that this particular villain was like we're eating the rich <laughs> um meant that like you know it couldn't just be a like oh this is a you know a thought exercise or me like bestowing my graces on gotham kind of thing it was like oh no this is everybody in gotham's problem including myself right i think he like properly understood by the end of the movie especially after like talking to selena when he was like mm -hmm. oh was it worth worth it for some money and she's just like you you're clearly rich uh, clearly Yo, the the way that the way that he tried Selena's whole face, like when he was like, "Oh, the things you must have had to do. What might what might this guy possibly owe you for?" I was ready to slap him in his mouth. Like Bruce, please. Not all of us just have 
one single problem. A lot and of can we also point out years of problems? So this is a woman that works in a gentleman's club. A question like, what could this man have possibly done to you that you feel like he owes you for? I can think of a couple of real obvious answers if I just had to make guesses. Can't I you? This, I got the sense that he just he's not he's not ignorant in like a in a bad way. He's ignorant in uh literally do not have experience way <laughs> like he's not yeah been really interacting with people like that and so like I don't think he really ever it ever occurred to him how bad other people have it about right. them because I mean mm-hmm. what he's going through is shitty right yeah but it's like they're going through the same thing plus they can't pay their bills so yes (laughs) like he's 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 definitely got serious personal problems Mm -hmm. but he's but he was unaware of the ways that institutional problems overlay with that and I also and I think honestly if you'd have asked him like what kind of problems poor people have he would have been like oh you know keeping the lights on and paying for things he wouldn't have been like having their parents shot being abandoned like I think it did occur to him that kind of thing also happens to them. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, like all the sorts of personal things that like he could relate to happen to them too, on top of whatever heck the heck happens with like poor poverty, the poorness. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. and That's you know, thing. I think now he's gonna become the Bruce. Wayne. And the idea Why? of a whole orphanage full of people who like had things similar to him happen but like get their toes chewed on by rats is clearly something that did not cross he just didn't know like it seemed like he really thought the money his dad put towards all these organizations and um Mm -hmm. charities was actually being used Mm-hmm. and it wasn't so that's right he was I like think, oh yeah we, we we spent like how many millions of dollars on charities i'm sure all the orphans are great just right, just right. me they so chill it like, now he's gonna become the person in the comics who we know him for who was yeah. so invested in all of these mm-hmm. different charities and well now he's aware that you have to have a personal investment like it's insufficient to just sort of dedicate the money to different things Because if you don't personally, like, physically walk in there, look around, like, double check the inspections, background check all the people, like, if you don't do all that, anything can happen to the money. Exactly. So I think he learned that lesson. And I also think it's funny that um, he's going to become the person people, people still, I don't know what the big misunderstanding with Batman is. Um, With he's old, he's a rich guy who runs around punching poor people literally his whole rogues gallery is a bunch of rich criminals yeah there um like what well and then i think people have no sense of charities all the shit he donates to and he doesn't just throw people in prison if they if they have like if they're criminals they go to prison obviously right mentally ill they're they're supposed to be which is where they get mental treatment and it's supposed to help them right yeah it's not his fault that the damn asylums and the prisons aren't keeping these people in or helping them right and it's also not his fault that like arkham asylum doesn't employ wizards like like, (laughs) no no seriously is he a psychiatrist like how how is it his bad that 
he puts these people in the asylum. These doctors are being paid right. to help them, and they don't. Like these and people have someone to else is like they're real letting doctors. them out. That's not on Bruce. No, I don't get how that's on him. But okay. Um, well, people also. I think a lot of people. Um, they 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 think that like magic happens in like mental health establishments or something but like even if these are the best people who are doing their jobs and there wasn't corruption it takes years to heal from certain kinds of things and in some cases you never get to a point where you can be a regular person who is like not a problem even if you get lots of treatment like it's not magic and then like there's this and you also have to actively want to sort of be helped as well so that's a factor and like you said a lot of these are rich criminals who who therefore don't wind up being held in a place like this because places for the criminally insane are not full of you know uh (laughs) wealthy elites like they're just not um you know they get off on charges of insanity they don't get put in arkham on charges of insanity and like when you talked about how people don't realize a lot of his villains are rich, I feel like a lot of people are not smart enough to, or they just don't bother thinking these kinds of elaborate plans with all this equipment that he finds himself going up against, ain't no regular person becoming Mr. Freeze. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like if you think about how much money like it would take to, you know, get the resources to put together these sorts of things that the guys that he goes up against like takes that's just not a thing any old person can do like and the batman like the riddler says he's a very smart guy he did not have the resources to pull off what he pulled off in this movie that's why he had to hurt batman in because he got the muscles and the resources he was he was robbing banks he was like a bank robber um joker robbed people Ra's al Ghul was just rich. The yeah. Penguin and all these mobsters were all, all had dirty money. You know, they were gangsters. Organized crime, yeah. And it's like, so people who don't really read the books, I guess they just ignore all of that. But they also ignore the fact that like when he does arrest like poor people, he doesn't just beat the shit out of them and throw them in prison, right? He actually had like reform programs. So when those yeah. people got out of prison, right, he gives them jobs, jobs and stuff, housing at Wayne Enterprises. So it's just yeah. like I get the whole eat the rich thing, but at the same time, it's like there really is a difference between rich people who don't care and rich people who do. Like you can yeah. there is actually like rich a way to use people. your money for good. Just like there's a there's a way to use if you have a big social platform, there's a way to mm-hmm. use that for good. Like you, you can use pri- your privilege for good. Like that is possible. Absolutely. So I don't think. And like, there's people that do. Like, they're, just like there are terrible poor people, there are good rich people. Like the amount of money that you fell out of your vagina, your mother's vagina, into is not an indication of your decency as a person. <laughs> Absolutely. Not. Like most yeah. people are rich because they were born into it for the same reason that most people are poor. Like if you look at the statistics. I don't know why people are acting like being born into the world like comes with some sort of like decency score and that's called your bank account. We don't like it when rich people just assume that like, you know, poor people have no morals and are terrible people because like people can't, it just like our society is set up a certain way. You inherit things. That's how it is for most people. So turning it the other way is just as illogical. That's how it is for like a lot of um like all of these big businesses and whatnot mm-hmm. it's 
nepotism you know what I mean it's just not yeah. I mean it's what it's what happened with Barbara Gordon on Titans she just got oh. <laughs> given it's just it never had a job in her life um, <laughs> besides like never, eating brunch never arrested anyone in her life I'm convinced um never solved a crime. I mean uh, I think so, she was the top student in her like little lady self-defense classes I, I don't know I, I, yeah so I mean there's there's a lot there's a lot like you you can't just sometimes I listen to people talk about rich people and I'm like look I don't like them either but it's just like think about what you're implying you want them to do like you want them to just like go you know what being rich is wrong and then just go give you all their money so that you can be a bad person right you want them to give you you their money so then you're rich and then you're the bad like what are we talking about I think personally I think they should use their money to help people I do too they don't have um, to I mean I, I think like as a member of a society do. people should all everyone should feel some obligation try to have some positive impact and if you have these kinds of resources I do feel like you should feel morally compelled in some way to try to be of help to people just as a community member who has them like Bruce but, could be like Tony, right? And build himself a giant tower with yeah. his name on it and all these little toys for himself. <laughs> be swimming in the sea of gold like Scrooge McDuck. Go off on being famous, right? He liked being yeah. fam- the famous Iron Man. He loved that shit. Um, oh my gosh. You You're, I mean? He could be the most famous person in the world. Be like, boom, here's the bad. Who's the yeah, man? Can you imagine how many women he would talk. he would He's be not. he would be pulling, being like, yeah, you know, I'm Batman. Help the orphans by day, fight up the kidnappers by night. It, you know I what I'm saying, ladies? Interesting that Batman is the one who has this bad rap as being a terrible guy who beats up poor people and throws them in prison. No, when I see Tony Marvel fans be like, I don't understand why people like Batman. I'm like. Tony was flying overseas in that in his first movie to the Middle East and just straight up and then just like mass people. murdering poor brown people and then like, came back and was like yeah I did it and faced zero consequences but when I, I saw the here, clips like I over it. it looked like Dr. Manhattan in Vietnam y'all right? like, <laughs> that's what that just, looked like I was like what is just, why are just, people just, cheering just kill those people like, that's allowed okay <laughs> But I gotta hear about. No, I thought these were kids' movies. I was like, oh my god! I gotta hear about Batflick killing people all day. Like Iron Man didn't just shoot up a bunch of Middle Eastern men. <laughs> like, and this is just like regular people, here. dog. Like I these were know. like super villains that he was taking on. Like these, yo, leave these. Tony like literally used his money to create half the villains in the MCU. Yeah. Half of them are there because he was a rich idiot. Who used yeah. his money to do terrible shit? But I gotta get involved. <laughs> because the main thing that he dedicated shit. his money to was the military-industrial complex and Western imperialism. Why is that okay, leftist? I'm not see. Uh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't. See, look at me thing. about to get started. Look, look at this. <laughs> I, I can't do it. I can't do it. I mean, you have that, and then you have Captain America. Love him dearly. He's literally a soldier. Like. This is right. literally when I saw the, when I saw the Captain US Marvel Air Force commercial where they had mm-hmm. like her in character selling the military industrial complex to children. I had to pull my job off the floor. I'm like, this is where we're at now. Like she was in a real military recruitment video in character on YouTube. 
you just get to do that when you're in the MCU and people <laughs> just act like they don't see it. And then they go, but Batman punched a bank robber in the face. And we also know and the Department of Defense rich. funds this stuff. Stupid. Like they, they, they fund a lot of Hollywood movies, including a lot of these Disney and Marvel movies. This stuff has been released. There are whistleblowers out here. Like this is very literal propaganda for the military industrial complex. But then I've got anti-war leftists that are like, you know, who's the problem? Batman. Yeah. Wow. Um, uh, well, anyway, that's, <laughs> we'll excuse me for the movie. politics of the MCU intruding yeah. in our good times. Um, there's, there's just no point. There's no point because I'm just like, Literally everything that accused Batman of being is what Tony Stark is. And I just he don't is. hear it anymore. It's ridiculous. And he's and he's so and literally that. Like so literally. like literally oh, on paper oh that. That it's it's wild. And like one thing that I really liked that this movie uh did, even though some people had mixed feelings about, was sort of very directly addressing his place in all of this as a person with this kind of privilege who's taken it upon himself to try to make a difference. I do like that this movie feels like it really like directly sort of got into that. Um, and it it almost feels like this movie is the answer to that stupid thing that people keep saying about how Batman be <laughs> beating up the poor and doing nothing with his money. It felt like this movie was kind of like you talk about how it's much more apparent what he does with his money in the comics this movie was like going to the source material to bring forward to yeah i think the dim obvious. masses the reality yeah. of this character like he's obviously he didn't understand it now that he does because this is just his second year as batman so yeah. he's just he's brand new um so now that he gets right. it he's probably going to be working with the mayor and jim gordon mm -hmm. the only good cop in america everyone <laughs> um, else sucks um <laughs> And I mean, here's, and let's Literally. also talk about, let's talk about the, the Jim Gordon of it all, because you know what's one thing you could do if you're a very wealthy person who wants to do good in the city? You could back the elevation of somebody like Jim Gordon to the spot, slot of commissioner, right? Mm -hmm. That's the thing you could do with all that money. So, so I think we can kind of safely assume that it's directly related that his BFF is super, uh, is super rich, that Jim winds up becoming the commissioner, right? It's so it's so complicated, right? Because this is like there's a bunch of dirty cops, but there's also so much crime. So you can't just get rid of the cops. So it's <laughs> imagine like, if they defunded they the police in Gotham. God sake. If they defund a, a boss, the police in Gotham, everyone <laughs> would die in like a week. It would be insanity. Yes. So it's just like, what the hell is even the answer there? Even like, the even the revolving trash. door they have with the criminals is at least enough to slow some of it down, honey. Imagine yeah, if least, there were if it was all gas, no brakes with the chemicals for, like, for a few days. <laughs> right. at least, like at least they get a little break. Holy crap! <laughs> I did kind of live for when Falcone was like, "Whatever, I'll go in. I'll, I'll be out on bail. I'll see you tomorrow." And then the Riddler was like, "Oh, will no. you?" <laughs> He's like, "Living. I'm seeing nobody tomorrow. You seeing your maker tomorrow." <laughs> right all that jesus on the way out <laughs> like i like how catwoman was just like it is what it is yeah she was so good in this movie like when i tell you first of all her introduction was so epic like the first time that like we see her like when she walks up and we pan up slower from those boots those hips i was like oh my god <laughs> excuse me it was all very bisexual of me but i was just like oh 
I'm entranced. What's going on? <laughs> like, it was such a perfect intro. And they really, like, they're, like, you know, we talk sometimes about how, like, you know, with the camera work, how you kind of, the way a camera looks at someone is kind of telling you something about, like, how the movie wants you to sort of view this person. And very clearly, we were supposed to be knocked right out by her from the second we met her, and the camera did all that. Um, something's going on with your sound. I suddenly cannot hear you. Here we go. Okay. Yeah, so I turned off my mic because <laughs> I'm brilliant. Um, but yeah, it reminds me of like, it's like that very classic pay attention to this girl introduction. Um, they mm -hmm. did it with Corey on Titans too, even though people want to pretend she's not the it girl on that show for whatever godforsaken reason. The show very much presents her as that. So I don't know if they're Definitely. talking about. Um, from the, the cinematography tells you who you're supposed to be looking at and it tells you you're supposed to be looking at her. They're telling us to look at her. I don't know what people talk about. But anywho, <laughs> um, allegedly her outfits are dull. Okay. Um, I mean, I want some dull purple leather in my life. <laughs> that's not. And first... Um, those kinds of real yeah. blend into the background kinds of outfits you know that's my whole vibe I liked I liked Selena being so deeply in Gotham like the underbelly of mm -hmm. Gotham but still not being a bad guy technically like yeah she walks the line but for good reason absolutely oh I just think she's just a great character She's a great character and she comes across so kind of smart and streetwise in this movie, but not in a like yo yo dog kind of way. You know what I mean? Right. Like it, like literally streetwise, but not in a like euphemism for, you know, a certain kind of hip hop caricature kind of way. And it didn't feel unrealistic, like none of her <laughs> fighting, like her strengths, none of it felt forest either like it very much I totally like, believe that character yeah. having all the abilities she, she displayed right. like it very much felt like something a woman who knows how to fight could accomplish she was doing so mm -hmm. I like that um and know, they didn't have, have her accomplishing anything display. that you would have to be a superhero that knows how to fight in order to do right exactly it wasn't like, oh, watch Selena come in and like really take out like six trained men. It, was not, it wasn't like ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, if you guys can tell, we do not have notes for this. We're just free balling it. <laughs> so hey. bear with us. Um, <laughs> Penguin. I'm, we're taking oh you all on a journey. Yeah, can we talk about the villains being freaking hilarious? Yes. I don't know if it was deliberate, but this movie was so funny. Yo, Penguin sent me in every single scene. Like, so Penguin was so good. My favorite one had to be when he was dragging the Riddler Spanish. <laughs> and also <laughs> dragging everybody else for not realizing it was ain't shit Spanish. <laughs> oh, that was great. <laughs> you know what I also love? Like, Bruce and freaking um, Jim have to be the most hilarious comedy dynamic duo they were like a, a buddy cup comedy this whole movie. Yes. 
chaotic and low-key stupid like yes but I think my favorite verse in gym moment was when like he was when he like whispered how Bruce could like get out of the station after yeah. he like set it off started all this shit like that guy was like oh we're gonna have you for assault in the cop he's like no you about to have me for assault in three <laughs> like Bruce got extra hood with cheese in there and he had to get him out <laughs> like and he was like yo punch me and then <laughs> punch the shit out of him he's like I thought you pulled a punch or something he's like I did I was like yo this is just no, big man energy was like so hard like it was really <laughs> unnecessary I felt that right. such dude energy like that was like like it was like Sub, this movie could be subtitled can't take boys nowhere or expect them to not get distracted being a man and accomplish something like when selena's trying to do her undercover thing he's like who's that man what you got some kind of pass with him that's your man or something like calm calm down like see you getting all in your like patriarchal feelings over here feeling like you got ownership over me over here like focus on the mission all right <laughs> like just just being such a man um <laughs> to very amusing fact um and like really is that not what this entire series is always about just dudes out on the street being such a man causing all the problems all the problems creating <laughs> all of the problems <laughs> <laughs> um and I also like the fact that at no point in this movie was Selena ever convinced to be worried about anything besides food on her table, rescue her girlfriend, getting out of her life. <laughs> like, it was just like, oh yeah, the drops organization and the corruption. And you could just tell all she was hearing was like, blah, 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 blah. So anyway, where's Annika and where's my money? I mean, she doesn't have the space to give a shit. The people need to care. No aren't the victims of this nonsense it's all these damn politicians and all these rich people who can actually do something about it like bella was saying to bruce like where the hell have you been <laughs> with all that money like you want to do something or right <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna help me out or what's up what's going on yeah yeah she was really um from that very first like um debate with that like politician guy she was just eating him up yeah. like minor character stealing all her scenes <laughs> um what gotham needs like a woman who knows what's going on gives a shit and like is not interested in the corruption and the bs besides like can it go yeah. um also enjoyed her not pretending to be like upset about this like woman abusing like traffic woman sleeping with person getting himself murdered points for not even pretending to give a shit about yes. that that's <laughs> your problem <laughs> like for and real she's, she's like the one thing that riddler was wrong about because he's convinced that there is no mm -hmm. no one who actually cares no one in power will ever actually not be corrupt so he was actually mm -hmm. wrong about bella but yeah. yeah I like that he was I like that he was wrong about her I knew from the very first scene with her that right. she was not like the rest of them like they right. they introed her in a really effective way too I think because normally I wouldn't necessarily even pay attention to something like 
oh, here's like a political debate with these fictional characters, like in a movie that's like not political, but they cast a really good, really gripping actress. And they did a really good job with the choice of the dialogue in that particular scene to like really get across that like one of these is not like the other. Um, I think that was like, I felt that was just like really effective. Um, and, you know, it's also one of those things that like, I don't know, I feel like one thing about the whole sort of Batman universe in general is that the biggest divide is between people that care and people that don't care. <laughs> um, and it really does kind of cross class lines and cross lines of morality and decency and a lot of different things like that big divide between like people that care about other people and people are just worried about themselves. And I feel like a lot of Batman villains are like under other circumstances, not necessarily bad people, but they're just too self-involved. Like Mr. Freeze, yeah. like, you know, he's a good doctor who like wants to like not have a dead wife or a comatose <laughs> wife. Um, that's the thing most people want, but his focus is so narrow to worrying about like himself, his feelings and his wife that he's willing to be like, what if we just made the, we froze the whole world. So me and my wife could be comfortable, bro. Mm -hmm. What if you guys weren't the only two people in the world? Honestly, like, you know, that ability to kind of expand that bubble past just like you and like one or two people you care about. I feel like this movie, like a lot of it was about Bruce getting that bubble bigger. Exactly. Um, like figuring out he's not the only one in Gotham like suffering. And I think he, it, it wasn't even so much that, like, I think he knew that, but he like- But I mean, getting other people in that bubble enough that he can really feel it besides understand the abstract concept of other people suffering, I think. Right, and I think he also, because he was looking at it all from- a very particular way in that the only way to protect other people is you know by being violent you know mm -hmm. scaring off these these criminals yeah. or whatever making everyone terrified of getting yeah. caught but it's like yeah vengeance but at the end of it he was like ah uh, there's actually people who I can save by making them feel safe and giving them safe. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. just terrifying everyone isn't really um, the move. <laughs> right. Oh, God. how the world works, so, yeah. And I mean, it's also just an illustration of a very real concept. Like, we have a lot of data on, like, how effective fear is in preventing people from, like, committing crimes. And the answer is, like, not at all. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, like, some, like, you get some people who don't want to go to jail, obviously. Yeah. I mean, there would be more criminals if you eliminated jail as a concept, but once you kind of get past that barrier, like adding sort of more punishment or like more fear is just like not going to mess with the rates, basically. And then there's the other, there's the other side of it that the cops in real life have built such a poor, shitty reputation with, mm -hmm. you know, people of color, especially Black people, that Don't we're know. literally afraid to even call them. And so yeah. it's counterproductive. Because well, you don't want more... them to like be like, whoopsie daisy, you look like a really scary right. person. So, and 
Because, I thought it was you. Because people are afraid to contact them. <laughs> There's more crime. So that fear yeah. that they've built is just counterproductive to their entire cause. So Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, when you see him rescuing that guy from the Jokers early in the movie or whatever, and, like, homeboy is like, please don't. <laughs> like if there was like a phone number to call batman uh i think that uh in the first 30 minutes in the in the world of the first 30 minutes of this movie none of them people would call no it. you wouldn't you'd be like who's worse <laughs> let's see the cops who might beat my ass or the friggin' giant man dressed as a bat who scares the <laughs> shit out of me. Maybe I'll just sit right. Maybe the demons, <laughs> the shadows, the night. Is that what I want to call? <laughs> Maybe so. not the night demon. Maybe I'll just get mugged instead because I'm terrified. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think that definitely clarifying that calling Batman is not the same as summoning a demon of vengeance is probably a good right. PR move. Right. Like people who literally think he's a fucking vampire so that's not working <laughs> i think this movie also kind of did a better mm-hmm. job not freaking people out with that than batman v superman did because the reaction of batman v superman yeah. bat flat had people shook it it's <laughs> like this dude comes out the shadows and freaking massacres people like they're yeah. even a brand you like they were fucking shook yeah. he was scaring the shit out of everybody okay so bad so bad <laughs> i definitely i feel like i feel like this movie tried yeah. similar ground to batman v superman in a lot of ways but it seemed to have handled in a way that scared the audience less yeah or maybe zach just softened them up mm, i think i think Zack Snyder that was his whole point he wanted to just show a Batman who was just like fuck it (laughs) (laughs) he was like you know it's the best place for criminals six feet under I don't have time like my bones are starting to hurt when it rains I can't go rounding y'all up and letting y'all out and rounding y'all up y'all gotta figure it out his Batman had been doing it for what was it like 20 years or something yeah 20 years, 15 years, i don't know long ass time yeah yeah i think He's it's tired. kind of funny how it's full circle the batman starts out like fuck it and then winds up like fuck it right. like this is like the yeah. spirit of not giving a shit uh returns in time it's so, it's so funny we have we have like this millennial emo batman yeah could not relate more to this bruce he's like please do not speak to me and i'm like exactly like, yeah. i feel that please oh gosh, do not no. perceive me please uh, I, I loved it i loved it and that scene where poor alfred was trying to get him to just pull on his cuffs and just go to whatever thing this was like wearing wearing sunglasses indoors eating blueberries yeah. I was like, same. <laughs> if they let him, he would be wearing a pair of headphones. He's like, why right. can't I be a woman? And I could just wear headphones and tell people it's to block out the sexism. <laughs> oh, like, oh, gosh. I, I do think it's kind of interesting how this movie, I feel like, strongly implies that whole Playboy persona is essentially a mask over his extreme extroversion so that he can participate in the necessary sort of philanthropic philanthropic events to sort of make this happen. Like in order to get himself to do it, he just pretends to be a guy that has fun with this. Right. 
He's just like, yeah, I had to develop an alternative per personality in order to do enough philanthropy to keep all my money out of the hands of criminals. <laughs> that's a kind of, <laughs> that's really interesting and explains a lot about like the contrast between the two sort of versions of the character, I think. But I also like to that they're like, excuse me, I feel like some, some of the Batman media focus so much on Batman and not enough on Bruce. And it's like mm -hmm. that whole um, Bruce is the mask and Batman is a real person thing is toxic as shit. And totally. the fact that like the fans try to hype that up no that's that's bad like that's that that, that is bad um, um <laughs> yeah having an entire personality that is um politically motivated violence has never been a good thing for anybody uh so yeah it's kind of a good thing that there is actually a whole personality um and i mean i feel like the importance of kind of being Bruce Wayne, not just for philanthropic reasons, but also because he's Bruce, Bruce Wayne kind of came forward in this movie. Because uh, I mean, you know, dissociating his identity into an altar that like just fights people in the night and then just living 24 seven as that is like objectively completely insane. So it's a great thing that he's like not doing that. Right. Um, <laughs> like like the purpose of the batman costume is supposed to be anonymity it's not so that he can like stop being bruce lane that's like not the point um and if it becomes that that's bad right and he's just like he's pretty much yeah he's pretty much the same person in and out yeah. of the mask like there absolutely is, there's no pretending in this movie he's just yeah really being himself um i like that and I feel like if there's a sequel to this movie, it'll be clear when he's pretending that he's pretending. It's not some weird alternate personality thing like a, a lot of people seem to think has been what's going on. I don't think that's ever been what's going on. I think it's always been pretty clear to me that when he's like putting on the charm at charity events, he's putting on the charm because he's at a charity event. But other people seem to apparently think something much weirder is going on with him so I'm glad that maybe sort of sorted that out um like Batman like does not have dissociative identity disorder that's like never been a thing <laughs> um he uh does not like literally think Bruce Wayne isn't real and he's just a Batman it's not a thing um I could understand why it feels like it went from like people talking about that to a metaphor to some people just taking that way too literally. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think that even in other media that's ever been literally the case. I just think that like people just ran away with this interpretation and forgot it was an interpretation. I feel like unfortunately um, the Batman writers became equally as toxic as the fans who like his shitty qualities. And so, yeah. like, now he's just, like, this macho, terrible person who abuses his kids in the comics and still yeah. randomly, for no fucking reason, doesn't know how to talk about his feelings, even though he has, like, a giant goddamn network of support now. 
and it just doesn't make sense anymore. It makes sense. Right. It made sense when he was alone. It doesn't make sense right. anymore. It doesn't. It just doesn't. There's zero character growth. So it's just no. like if if you're the just and there's zero as, character motivation because if you're right. that like addicted to being alone or what did you adopt twelve kids for? What is the point? Like what is like why would somebody who doesn't want people close to them, doesn't want to be known, doesn't want to talk to people, why would they do that? Like they don't do that. You know what I mean? Stupid. Unless it's literally like the Umbrella Academy and like for like nefarious reasons. Um, but yeah, they like sometimes people's interpretations of a character, like on one hand, I can understand you wanting to sort of say, like, you can't get your own characters wrong. But on the other hand, when people's like actions don't add up to a coherent person, then I would say objectively the writer did something wrong yeah. and they're not just right because they wrote it. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so I'm just like, and I know I'm that, you know, you we explain. like to be like writer is God, but like, yeah. you know, yeah. they're, they're if not. You're, the, they're if you're the exactly the same before and after you have this huge network of support then there's been no character. Like, there's, it's the same character. No. What's the point? It's pointless. And there's it's just pointless. nothing um, And it just increasingly heroic. doesn't make sense. There's nothing heroic Because then it's just a, a weird character thing like that, that doesn't make sense to do. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And I think that's also, like, we, we, talk, we talk about it, like, <laughs> this weird thing that um, not only the Batman writers, but also, like, Titans fans, too, have against mm -hmm. Nightwing. And it's just like, I yeah. think their issue is that he's just genuinely a nice person. And like, yeah, they don't like, and like, like they find it like that's not And he's masculine. like, a, and he is a person that is socially capable and emotionally available. And I think that the idea of a man not being emotionally stunted is upsetting to emotionally stunted people. Um, like him having that capability to sort of love and be close to people and express himself, I think uh, really sets off some people uh, who need some of their own therapy and only relate to characters that like need lots of therapy. Absolutely. Um, um, <laughs> like, I'm sorry that you find him unrelatable because um, he doesn't have a personality disorder. Have you yeah, considered I, treatment and not being mad at him? And I, I think there's a lot of sexism too, right? Like mm -hmm. I find that people like <laughs> the version of him who was a womanizer and a cheater mm -hmm. you know what I mean but when he was just being monogamous Absolutely. and like in love as with he was originally written to be and but being like an amazing friend and, and leader <laughs> and all of that yeah um, new and like the best man Bruce Wayne has ever known <laughs> yeah exactly all of that like people didn't want to hear that like they like when he's being a terrible person um yeah. and they feel like that is what makes you, I don't know, a, a good man. Like they yeah. like that Tony Stark bullshit is what they're. Into. I mean, they're big fans of toxic masculinity, yeah. and like, although he is a very masculine character, he's not a very toxic character. Yeah, they hate it. They hate it. <laughs> they do, and, and like there's so much projecting that that goes into. Um, 100%. The hot takes I see about like thank you for show. letting me know how you would treat someone if you had a beautiful one that loved you around thank goodness that you're not him <laughs> thank goodness yeah <laughs> um and like 
you know, now that we've kind of wandered to Dick Grayson land, the parallels between like this character and Dick Grayson were so real. Like, and I really feel like of all the different Bruce Waynes we've seen on screen, this one was probably the most Titans Bruce to me. Mm. Uh, like, can't you very easily see like this man growing up to be Dick's dad? I mean, Titans Bruce is so like, I very much believe Dick when he, um, he said, you know, Bruce was cold and closed off. And mm-hmm. obviously that's not a good way to raise a kid who's grieving his parents, especially when his parents were obviously very like- Very warm people, loving people. Very warm, affectionate people. So then they yeah. take that to heart, like, wow, you must friggin' hate me. So it makes right. all the sense in the world that he's just like, great <laughs> my adopted father friggin hates me and is like right I've been doing adopted inexplicably by a man that hates right, me to traumatize me so it makes all the sense right. in the world that he felt like that's what was going on and then bruce and it is bruce's fault in a way because it's just like yeah well he didn't he obviously though, didn't get himself together enough to be able to provide that exactly. before deciding to um, do this you have you have to be in a good headspace and yeah responsible and have an understanding of kids before you decide to adopt one and oh definitely and i feel like i get the vibe that it was impulsive like he literally mm-hmm. just saw that happen he saw that happen to dick he related to him because of similarity of what happened to him and he was like i'll take this kid in so you right. more of it no, like exactly i don't think it. he thought about you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> no, that's exactly it. And I, I'm pretty sure he started to realize, ooh, maybe I made a mistake right. when the angry, emotional, depressed, grieving teenager started stealing his car and going right. on rides. And then he was probably Oops. like, oh, this is a child. <laughs> right. Okay. Not a, not a pet. You did not what do I do here? somehow ad- um, adopt the abandoned inner child in yourself. This is like a whole other person and also a child. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. You can't try to bond with a child. That doesn't no. work out. Um, so. <laughs> and I mean, a lot of parents struggle with the concept of their children being separate people. <laughs> so yeah, I could easily see um Badison <laughs> turning into the type of Bruce Wayne who ends up being yeah like, like of all the Bruce Waynes no that I've seen and all the Batmans that I've seen I feel like none of them resemble Titans Bruce as much as the one from the Batman you know yeah like that like it's obvious that Titans Bruce wasn't raised by like Nolan Bruce you know what I mean no and he's like that's a very or, or Batfleck he's definitely not raised by Batfleck <laughs> Well, people were comparing that a, a lot just because they like the aesthetic. Um, and they were comparing the fighting styles. And I can see that. Um, you know, Zack Snyder, I feel like Titans w- has a lot of um, similar tones as the Definitely. Snyder fans, for sure. There's a lot of similar vibes, but I think like the basic sort of core of like what kind of person we're talking about is I think a fundamentally different person Batfleck versus like Titans Titans Bruce you know what I mean yeah I mean yeah I mean they're obviously very different takes on the characters yeah I just think um, I, I think I, that I particular thing is different why people would compare Titans to Batfleck just because the aesthetic oh, yeah. looks I, the same yeah much, yeah 
I think there's a lot of similarities in aesthetic and tone and like sort of ways of storytelling and that kind of a thing. But um, it's clearly not the same person. No. Uh, like that particular character. That's all I mean. Um, no, no, I hear you. Yeah. I'm saying I get why yeah. they made those comparisons. I got it. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I see the comparisons and the similarities are part of the reason I like both of them. Because, you know, the particular way of going about things that Snyder has, like, that works for me. <laughs> like, that suits my vibe. So, you know, it's not a surprise that a show that has similar vibes would also be something that, like, works for me. You know, I just find it so funny. Like, <laughs> ran- just a random thought. I feel like I don't know what DC fans have against the multiverse, but if they just embraced it, they'd be able to enjoy all of these movies and TV shows. Like, 100%. If you, just, if you just embrace that these are all from different worlds, yeah. you could just have fun. Like, it's not actually hard. So I don't really get the concept. Well, I, mean, I like... think it's hard if you're dumb. And <laughs> it's been very difficult for me to make the adjustment to understanding a lot of other people are dumb. And that, like, mentally maintaining separate continuities and managing these kinds of comparison and contrasts and conceptualizing that this same character and same person is not literally the same across universes that's literally more than some people can do with their brains Um, and once I understood that then it was like all right the criticisms make sense you literally just cannot hold two different Batmans in your head and and live (laughs) I I don't know why it's just like, yeah, they all have to be exactly the same and have this very exact same temperament and, and morals. and Or do they? They're literally from different Earths. So no, they right. don't. Um, they had different lives. Like, yeah, like they literally okay? have different life experiences. Freaking, um, like the like Batfleck like, doesn't have thing. a son. You, you think that would be, wouldn't be a significant difference in what kind of man he would it's be? It's pretty clear that the entire Titans thing does not exist at all. In, in the Snyderverse, like it's not a thing. No, like they don't have Titans. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. there's no Dick Grayson, he's dead. Right. So it just never happened. Um. Yeah. <laughs> so about that. And we have like, like I was saying, like you think they'd get it now that the CW did that stupid crisis on Infinite Earths things. And by the way, and that they- also means random thing that I'm thinking about uh that Corey probably killed Rachel in that in the Snyderverse right because that would be the only reason that Trigon wouldn't have taken over their world but anyway Um, moving on I mean mean, (laughs) sorry to drag you all down all these dark alleys but like that's really the only thing that makes sense as far as I can tell um Zach is just pretty much ignoring um, a good majority of DC characters. Starfire probably doesn't even exist in his, his thing, so it is what it is. <laughs> I mean, I think um, if she does exist, she literally was just like, oh, <laughs> smoke this demon and go the hell home. She's off married to fat eye somewhere. <laughs> like, or whatever the heck they're doing. Um, but yeah, what was I saying? Yeah, they had, you know, Snyder's Flash visit, CW's Flash. Right. They had all these cameos. They met, all establishing the that they are different people. We've yeah, clearly established, but also they are physically diff- different people, but also different Earths. Is my point. Like they right. even told us which Earths they're from. So when there's still people yeah. like the 
crazy person in my inbox who was like, oh, Titans is out of character and Dick Grayson is an edgelord. And I'm like, this is Dick Grayson from Earth 9, as we found out, that's there on Earth 9 can be whatever the fuck he wants because he's from Earth 9. So he doesn't he's, have to be- He's not Earth 1 Dick Grayson. He doesn't he's not have Earth to two be Dick whatever one you have in your head. No. How about that? Like, There's literally just, 52 of them. So they can make 50 different like versions without any of them being out of anything. Like just accept it, please. Yeah. Accept it We've and then move that. on and then you won't be yeah. mad anymore. Just, that's no. It. And um, I mean, but I honestly found that to be so fun. Because I, well, first of all, I enjoy that it gives like the creators freedom to not literally make the same movie with the same characters over and over and over again. Right. And I'm That's the kind of person who likes AUs and thought exercises. Like, what would Dick Grayson be like if this happened? What would Batman be like if that happened? Like, what would the world be like if this person was just gone? Like all the alternate realities and all that kind of stuff. Like I'm, I love that kind of thing. So, I mean, I'm a person who reads fanfic. Uh, obviously I have to be the kind of person that likes the concept of like the butterfly effect you know what I mean like seeing how things would turn out in different ways if different things were changed and you know I really um, I think it gives like a lot of potential for really getting into thematic elements in really interesting ways if you don't feel constrained by always presenting the characters with the exact same stimuli and having them give the exact same response. And it's so boring. And even like even their precious Nolan films weren't one-to-one adaptations in the slightest. Not even a They weren't bit. even close. Like they, they were weren't so even in the universe. But it's just like they pick and choose what what random wildly different shit they they decide is i mean as long as the toxic masculinity is there you can do whatever you want (laughs) that's i mean that's it like that's the 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 beginning and the end of it is as long as these characters act toxic in a way these male characters act toxic in a way that they think it's cool they're they're they don't care about the specifics Um, and they're lying if they say they do um because they don't (laughs) And, you know, I, like, (laughs) you know, I'm a big fan of masculine. I mean, if you want to be, like, you know, uh, topless researching uh, clues for 10 minutes at a stretch of all of your muscles, feel free to do that, Batman. Give me all the masculine you've got for me. Uh, Why's it got to be toxic? Um, And I also think... um, like, I don't know if you've heard about this, but, you know, because one of my ways I live my life is just seeing what they're talking about in right-wing media. Um, they're, like, real mad about this movie, um, mainly because they had someone mention the concept of privilege out loud <laughs> um, in, like, I don't know, Catwoman's Cat Not White, um, mostly that. Um, but just like in general, the basic idea of this movie that, you know, we had sort of like a radical communist villain um, take on the uh, elite of this city. Um, and our protagonist uh, had to uh, quite literally check his privilege and think about his place in the world and what he wants to do about that really set some people off kilter. And I think it's um, I think it's interesting how 
people assume that people are sort of like ignorant of these things, but really there's plenty of people who understand them just fine. They just like their place in the system and like you to know that. Um, the fascinating thing about that is Bruce has always acknowledged his privilege in the books mm-hmm. and in other movies, even the Nolan movies, which yeah. are the mo- even freaking Snyder movies. Like, I don't yeah. even think, I don't get well, why. Well, but see, he didn't use the language. Like, yeah, nobody he, in those movies. I guess movies he didn't said, literally say, I'm privileged. He yeah, just, he didn't use the word privilege out loud. He just used his money to help people who didn't have it. Yeah. Which like, is something they're against. So it's kind of funny that like if you if you're so against, you know, treating rich people like it's an it's a good thing for them to help people below them and they shouldn't have to. You shouldn't even like Batman because he does no, that. Because he's so, always done that. I don't know why like, you liked any Batman then. Because right. he's always like you, done you should that. never like Batman because he's always been a rich person who used their money to help people because he felt morally obligated. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think. I think it was honestly just easier for them to miss when they see him pretending to have fun at charity events. Maybe that's it. Maybe they thought he wasn't pretending or something. <laughs> you know, people are pretty stupid. So like, there's really, yeah. I've noticed, I mean, I'm not even trying to be funny. Like I, you read enough tweets and then you really understand, wow, people are just dumb, huh? And yeah. so it probably just flew right over their head that when he was being a rich jerk right when he was at the you know when he was at the like you know uh philanthropic gala like all the fellas that be living it up uh they like they really thought that's how he was feeling (laughs) even though he went home to put on his batman outfit and beat the shit out of people which doesn't indicate that's how he's feeling because if that was actually how he was feeling he would go home to bang supermodels i I guess what they liked right they thought he was actually a womanizer (laughs) who yeah just loved (laughs) his money and went out and beat up poor people Wait, yeah. there's a character like that. What's his name? Tony Stark. <laughs> they thought he was Oops. Tony Stark, y'all. I they mean, didn't realize he was just pretending to be just, on TV. Just go watch Iron Man and get out of here. No yeah. one invited you guys anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta tell you, whatever Marvel fans show up, like you don't have to pay your money and take your time to come see DC movies and then complain about how <laughs> How, I don't know, these are decent people that uh, don't want to mass murder poor people from the military industrial complex or whatever they be complaining about. Um, I'm just like, wow, don't you know your people are still putting out movies and you could be over there. You're really out here. Ma- okay, first of all, can we be honest here? <laughs> right? Yes. If you have money, do. you have money and use your money to help people. Even my broke ass, I use, I use what mm-hmm. money I have to help people. I donate clothes and stuff. But I see people on the corner and I have cash I just give it to them if I have cash mm. right I honestly don't regular usually carry cash because I'm afraid of getting mugged um yeah so I don't usually do it unfortunately sometimes I buy people food whatever right I mean I don't have a ton of yeah. money to make any difference. But <laughs> well, my point I mean, is, even with statistically that, speaking I poor still... people tend to contribute a significantly higher portion of their income to helping other people than rich people do. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's one of our things. We're philanthropic. That's what we do out here in the lower classes. Right. And even, even with that, right. I still see people who will try to police, police me, police other, you know, black women, especially like if we Mm want to buy ourselves something and it's like everyone who works hard for money, you're 40 hours Mm -hmm. a week plus friggin' transit you get like 
few hours a day to yourself by the time you're home right. before you have to go to bed and then start work all over again. If you want to buy yourself a fucking PS5 or some shit, no one has the right to be on your ass. Not if right. I want to buy a car and get it modified and whatever, be zipping around my neck, that's, <laughs> I can do that. Right. I can, I right? can bounce on 24s and so, seven rims if that's how I want to spend my money. So if a billionaire, right, is helping all these people and he takes his money and he wants to freaking build a Batmobile, he can do like who he, he can who do that. Him, like he can do that. Like we literally all do this. We just do it on small scale because we have lots of money. Exactly. If you ever if we had, yourself and if we had that nuts, kind of money, we would do it big. So um, cut it out. Like, like I'm not gonna sit here and look you in your look you in your eye and tell you if I had a billion dollars, I would not be riding around in like a phantom that glows underneath. Yes, I would. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm afraid of I'm afraid of muscle clothes. I think I would get um. I like that. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't be doing that while living in a neighborhood where one of my neighbors would drive off with it because I'm no. a billionaire. We'd have Absolutely. to move first, but I would do it. <laughs> I think I might buy a boat. I need to learn how to swim before I do that. But I, <laughs> I like sail, but I can't swim. Well, as long like, as you never get on it with a man, you'll be fine because. <laughs> not a good combination. You know? uh, yeah, I'm not trying to get drowned at sea yeah <laughs> just never get on yeah. it with any husbands or boyfriends and you don't have to swim you'll be fine you will go missing <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is what happens um but yeah um i don't know i'd probably buy a boat um i'd probably buy a nice house that doesn't have a big yard because i don't want to mow any lawns if i mean myself with that kind of money why would you mow your own lawn what are we talking about okay, you're right <laughs> <laughs> now look look at look at what i'm becoming so now I've got we're just um, having a conversation about it we're already, already we're already already. Ca- already out here hiring the help um look at, look at what i'm turning into so look i'm just saying that i mean i think i've <laughs> you know having experienced the great dogecoin rise to 70 cents and learned the taste of wealth briefly um, <laughs> having had the taste of blood from the stock market <laughs> Right. Yo, my stocks are going crazy right now. Uh, so that's why you can hear me over here becoming a capitalist um, and being like, cheers uh, to all of my fellow future rich. Um, but like on a real note, I think people are so fake. They're so fake. What you would do if you were rich is you would spend money on things you want, because that's what you do right now with the money you have. You spend what you can on things you want. I treat so myself and I'd help other people. And you wouldn't be yeah. able to tell me you can only help other people and not treat. I'm doing both. Yeah, because that's I'm what doing you're doing both. right. You do right now. Like right now <laughs> with the money you have, right you now. help other people to the extent you can. And to the extent you can, you spend money on things that you want for yourself. So you would yeah. keep being a person who does that if you had more money. That's like, just who I keep being. Yeah. <laughs> and if I was Jeff Bezos and I owned Amazon, I would pay my coworkers livable, good wages, not just livable. Yeah, I, I definitely would. They'd be com- very comfy. Yeah, yeah, um, I definitely wouldn't exploit insurance. workers in the way that, in the, in, the way, in the way he does, because that's not in my character. But <laughs> even if he didn't exploit his workers, he'd still be ridiculously rich. Like somebody's money. done the math on it. He'd like still be a billionaire if the, the lowest wage he paid was like 70,000 a year. So like, he's just a jerk. That's not even about he's like money. <laughs> that's it like he's just a tool is the yeah problem. he's just a tool um, um you can't even <laughs> spend that much money in your in your lifetime and no. several generations so to even no. be trying to hold on to that much money is kind of 
like he he can obviously but it's just like right. you kind of <laughs> i mean time. the exploitation is just happening because he's you're a bad person <laughs> like there's like it'd be one thing if we're talking about like you know like some like small business owner who like owns a restaurant and like if they got rid of tips and just paid a living wage to all of their like white waitresses they would have to close the restaurant and stop having one. Mm. That's not what we're talking about here. Mm. This is a person who's only doing that because that's like we want to do and that's so like what's many, in his like, character. I've been to so, so many nice restaurants in my life and like random offside, but if you're rude to waiters, I can't deal with you. But anyway, I just noticed like that's... you go to these, these really rich restaurants and you know for a fact they can afford to just pay their waiters because they make right. so much money. And it's just like they still don't. Well, some and of them do. So, so ridiculous that they're like even, some of them do. Even, 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 yeah, some of them do, but a lot of them really don't. Like they're they're still waiters out here in these crazy fancy restaurants living off of tips. And I'm like, for what? You just don't right. even have the excuse of being a small business. Like, what is your no? <laughs> like some people are just sense. bad people that like treat people badly, yes. and like they yes. think less of people from like lower the lower classes. Like absolutely. Like there's this you know sushi, that's what that is. Place, um, here in Boston, I forget what it's called Dozos. It's really good. I'm, like, I'm not even gonna hold you. It's like the best sushi I've ever had in my life. It's really good. Um, oh. it's expensive as shit though. So I've had other people pay for it for me. I'm not buying it for myself, though. <laughs> However, <laughs> I mean, um, we'll get there. Like, we'll get there. You yeah, know, we're working on it. it. Um, but I'm like, <laughs> listeners, uh, make sure I'm you like, donate to the cause. <laughs> I'm like the, the fact the waiters in there are uh, living off tips, obnoxious. Like you can't even go there and not spend four hundred dollars. Like it's at least four hundred dollars per visit. So. That's well i mean tips. those like but even though it's tips yeah. yeah assuming people are doing the customary 10 to 15 percent they do what i well that's the thing too like from what i'm what i understand poor people tip waiters better than rich people mm. isn't that something Sad. i mean i think that part of it is like to you know kind of wander back to the movie that understanding like that understanding like we have the understanding of you know what it is to be in a position where you gotta do something like waitressing mm -hmm. and what they're kind of going up to and also a lot of rich people may not even necessarily know that they're not being paid or that other people aren't tipping or anything like that too because you gotta remember because we're like lower class people we actually know waitresses so like we know off the top of the head what the what the tipped wages in our state you know what i mean because like we know people do rich people know anybody that's a waitress personally? I feel like there's there's some who who know that you know what's going on and know how poorly they're being paid and treated and then there's some who are just like genuinely ignorant to any of the workings of yeah. they like they live in a whole different world than yeah. other because like if you imagine if you had they, a social circle where you had never gone to school with or gone to work with or been friends with or dated somebody that was a waiter or waitress right. that's the reality for some people you know what i mean yeah but like because you know of class stratification we went to school with people whose moms were waitresses. We went to high school and some of us became waitresses. We were friends with people who are waitresses. Maybe at some point in our lives, we waitress. Like, 
So, you know, I think that's sort of the big difference. We actually have personal relationships with people that wait tables, unlike the rich, you know? Yeah, and it's definitely interesting because um, where I went to high school, I went to high school in the suburbs in Florida. Um, and it was just like a mix of people. They were like, there were really poor rednecks. There were people who lived in trailer parks. There were obviously poor people of color. And then there was like wealthy, like, higher middle class people and then you you kind of got this you either got people who didn't care um that they had more money than others and they wouldn't Mm -hmm. ever throw it in their face they were just friends with people was whatever and then you had the the rich students who were tools Mm -hmm. and so it's like there's there's some who will see with their own eyes how poor people are and still be assholes but it's well, like a, I didn't know that I didn't say yeah. see with their own eyes. I said no, no, I know, friends I know. with and have relationships. No, 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 no. I'm I no, no, I get what you're saying. I'm just saying, um, just <laughs> making a random note here that uh, it was interesting witnessing yeah. how much character matters. Like, and it has yeah. pretty much nothing to do with the money for the most part. It's just mm-hmm. a lot of it has to do how with how you're raised, and even like with you know the rich people who have never had relationships with these people who are just ignorant to it. If you talk to a rich person who had no idea, they'll- They'll be like, oh my God, person. and never tip less than $50 like, again in their life. Like, oh, okay, well, let me help now that I'm aware. Yeah. So it's just like, I feel like that's the kind of rich person Bruce's. A hundred percent. That was a whole whirlwind <laughs> circular again point that I just made, but I was trying to get back to that. that you got here, we shit, made it. But I got back. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> yeah. He's definitely the kind of person that, like, you tell him about something, mm-hmm. and I could easily see him being out to dinner at, with like his with like some like rich Gotham. He'll be like, "Oh my God, do you know what the tip wage was in Gotham?" And leaving like a hundred dollar tips on the table, and everyone's mm-hmm. just like, "Oh my God, here Bruce goes again." <laughs> like he, he gives he gives the vibes of being that girl, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> um, I I love it. Um, and I <laughs> I, I also love the hilarity of um, Selena genuinely having no idea who he was and still being able to peg that he was rich just because of the level of dumb. <laughs> Absolutely. Like the level of ignorance was like so was so like oh they, you're they're you're obviously aliens. Rich. Like um, when I was when I was catering in college, um, dealing with some actual rich people, I actually met um, that chick from the office, the Indian girl. Oh wow! Um, yeah, like um, she had a funeral wake or something at the mansion I was working at, um, for someone in her family. Um, they're like they're like aliens, and they yeah. they, they talk to you like they they don't even understand that <laughs> you're a human being and like yeah. some of them were rude about it and some were just like I don't know how to talk to poor people <laughs> type well like when I was in college like I was at you know old white rough at southern school um and sometimes and like for the most part the only black people that were there that didn't play a sport were like the staff and I've literally like one day I was studying in the lounge and like a guy like spilled some chips or something and like asked me to clean it up. Um, to say that the resulting altercation was loud and drew eyeballs is an understatement. Um, 
<laughs> first of all, <laughs> I'm not the fucking staff, <laughs> nor is any random Negro you happen to encounter here. You see me sitting at a table with a textbook? That's because I don't work here. I'm also here. As a matter of fact, unlike you, who's probably a legacy, whose parents are paying to be here, I actually pay to be here. So really, I feel like you should be cleaning up after me, person who was here and isn't paying anything. I got upset. Um, and yeah, that kind of weird thing happened. I remember like one of my friends there said that, you know, asked me, do you ever feel like, you know, with the way that some of the people here talk to you, like maybe you should be like fetching them towels or something? I said, no, um, I never have that feeling. I have a feeling that some people think that, um, but I never have shared that feeling. Pretty much. Like, <laughs> no, I've actually never felt like a servant. And uh, uh, when I wasn't working in a service job and was dealing with uh, rich people, um, that sounds tough. I, I don't know. Not even when I was catering did those people have that kind of power over me. I was not raised that way. <laughs> And it was, I'll tell you right now, <laughs> had any of them actually gotten slick, they would have had the experience of their life. We, we, were, we did like bar mitzvahs, weddings. Um, okay, and that like an event sort of place. Yeah, so yeah, it was like a mansion that people rented for things. I guess the owner just did that. Yeah. He just rented it out. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, they would have had a ruined wedding. Even the bride, she could have got the smoke too. It's just like, Everything. I, I mean. Like, I I'm going to give be, you something to Facebook about. Try like, it. Yeah, I saw that be a rude to like other staff and whatnot. And I'm just like, could not be me. Like, I don't know what these, <laughs> I don't know what these <laughs> other people are doing, but I will cuss you out at your own wedding. You will get Man. cussed out by the waitress at your own wedding. Don't when I was working at TGI Fridays, this guy ordered like a well-done steak and a whole meal. And I guess it took a long time to cook it because I don't know, it takes a long time to make well-done steaks. Um, and he was like, you know, I've been here and all these other people got their food before me. And I was like, I mean, that's because they ordered advertise. They they ordered, you know, um, you. appetizers and they ordered before oh. you. Like, so they got things that are cooked faster. It's just like not done in the kitchen. And he's like, do you not serve white people in this establishment? Huh? Well, I tell you, I looked him dead in his Caucasian eyes and informed him that he's correct. We do not serve white people in this establishment. Maybe you should go home. Thank you. I don't. I, and then I, I ate a steak when it finally came out the kitchen after he took his ass home. Yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I just find I just find rich people I've met. Um, more Forgive us for the anecdotes of our terrors in the service industry. <laughs> I think yeah. this movie was re-traumatizing. <laughs> <laughs> No, but yeah, I just I just found it um interesting that he's that kind of rich person, and um, yeah. his journey to be to becoming someone who is fully more involved in Gotham. Yeah, I think, and like him also really understanding that he already had a role that was sort of important to the city was interesting because yeah. it's clear that he was unaware that just being Bruce Wayne was something that caused him to be born into a role that was actually of like integral importance to the well-being of people in that city. It's obvious that he was, that he thought like he had to become Batman in order to be important in the task of making life better for other people. It was interesting watching him learn he was already born someone who was integral to that. Right. That's kind of cool. Um, 
and you know it's a very fascinating way that this show kind of this movie like deals with the subject of like personal responsibility because so many characters throughout the movie like were sort of advocating personal responsibility like every one of these people you know like the Riddler kind of came for and everything like that but like hey you know it wasn't me it's the system and like it's not me it's just how things work here like you know it's not me it's just what people do well you know all I can do is this one that the other well if you don't do this and you'll get shut down by these people like everybody was you know backing away with both hands in the air like hey don't hold me personally responsible for how anything goes i'm just i'm just at peace in this big corrupt puzzle um the penguin was very much doing that obviously the riddler was unhinged and he was painting everyone with a very broad brush which is what the problem was um but he did also shine a light on just how deep the corruption absolutely and I think obviously Bruce didn't. And I also think he like let everybody know that there's no such thing as being so high up that you're too big to fail out here. Like any of these people, I don't care if they're the mayor, I don't care if they're the commissioner, they can all go. (laughs) Like they can all be exposed and be taken out of here. Like they're just people. So this idea that like, oh, we can't, try to deal with people you know above a certain level like he really got that out of everybody's heads uh in an effective way like no nobody's too important to be subject to like the the law right um and if you're not going to be subject to the law you still live in a world with other people and you could be sub- subject to that street justice out here and I like the cop. <laughs> the, show, the movie is so funny. Like, it's like underrated how funny it is. Like, the, how the cops interacted with Batman. Like, <laughs> when he was like having that silent yeah. conversation with the dude where he just kept shining the flashlight in his face, I was dead. <laughs> this is a comedian. He is freaking out. So that show was so funny. So funny. Oh, gosh. And I love how they're all like, equal parts like weirded out and like freaked out by (laughs) like you're scary and weird um jim just bringing his big goth friend with him everywhere like sorry guys (laughs) this is this is my emo partner (laughs) (laughs) he has to come with deal with it like that's him he's here oh but what about the rules from the crime scene well look at him here on the crime scene anyway (laughs) like moving on like y'all just y'all, so this funny. is your this is his world you're just living it i don't know what to tell you um i, I love like, it <laughs> the fact that like the fact that jim like insisted on just exclusively working with batman instead yes. of like he could have he could have tried to solve this with anyone in the police department like, like i'm sure he had an actual part like every every t- right i'm sure he has a partner like or something at least every right. time he found a clue he's like well let me go call my buddy batman they were just yeah. running around together like they were police partners it was so yeah. funny it was very funny and then playing good cop bad cop with the pink one <laughs> like them and then <laughs> you could tell the extent to which Jim was just over it when he was like you know what let's just show the penguin the clue maybe he knows <laughs> like whatever <laughs> like, golf penguin I don't know raise your hand if you know what this clue is like I don't I don't really care who answers I'm just trying to figure it out 
Hold on, let me let this this girl out of my room. She's literally looking at me and barking at me. So let me open the door. First of all, child, who told you to come in here? Let's start there. I just get disrespected in my own house by a dog. That's how they are, yeah. Oh gosh. Um but yeah, no, I was I was living for it. And I really uh this this is such a like educational movie. Like this movie almost felt like a primer <laughs> to all the Batman so stuff that they just leave out of that all the Batman media. <laughs> like this is the rest of Batman. <laughs> Back. It's like the first, it's the first detective. This movie is such a detailed primer on like, you know, Gotham city politics, the Gotham like crime scene, like, you know, uh, Alfred's backstory. Like it was so much, like it was so informational about the Batman universe. Yeah. And then like no other Batman movie has really done like a detective Mm -hmm. done it type storyline. So they drew to the point that people don't that. even know this is Detective Comics. They don't like, even know why they call right. it DC. They don't even no know detective movies. For. Um, right, that's fascinating. Really, they've been making movies for ages, and they're like, "Hey, what if we have our detective, our famous detective, the greatest detective that's ever lived?" Detective work. Yeah, let's try you, that. It's hard to believe that it took them eighty years to make a Batman detective movie. <laughs> but it was great. Like. For longer than my grandmother has been living, they've been not making Batman detective movies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and people were like, another Batman movie. I was like, shut up, because it's based on the long Halloween, and that whole comic run is my shit. I will be watching this movie. <laughs> Basically, this is the first Batman movie. Hot take. This is the first actual Batman movie because this is the, the first one that's meaningfully an adaptation of the classic Batman from the comics. Also the first one that has like a bunch of rich people really angry. So that tickles me. Thank you. That's how you know you're doing something right. When you have them all, dude, I swear, I swear God, Ben Shapiro made like an hour long video. Like when I tell you they yeah. big mad. <laughs> rich people who are nice to poor people. Yes. They're out, they're out there, Benny. They're out there, Benny boy. Oh, God. And nice. then also, I think part of it is the toxic masculinity of the fact that we saw Batman get schooled in this movie a couple of times. Like, the Riddler, like, low-key schooled him when he was like, Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne. You see his face? Shook all of his boots, girl. I thought he knew him, man. He yeah. really was like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> And the fact that that was the moment when he realized that as Bruce Wayne, the son of Thomas Wayne, the heir to Wayne Industries, he had a meaningful place in the fabric of Gotham. The fact that that was the moment that as much as poor Alfred had been trying to get that across to him, that was how it actually got across to him. An iconic moment. (laughs) Like, it's like, oh, no, 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 no. This you are not a character in someone else's story. This is your story, sir. <laughs> like the story of the corruption of Gotham, you're a character in that story. And nobody ever told you. Let me tell you. Like that was fascinating. Um, and it is in some ways 
it's in some ways it's like bad in its own way that he assumed that the reason this is all so screwed up is because Bruce Wayne was part of the corruption, but it's actually worse worse than that in some ways. He's so completely abdicated his responsibilities to heir of the Wayne fortune. He didn't even know where the money went. <laughs> he didn't even know any of this was happening. <laughs> any of this at all. <laughs> like all of this, this news. Um, and it's ironic in its own way that, you know, him taking on the Batman thing was to solve all these kinds of problems. But what was distracting him from his day job that at least provided a partial solution to this problem was the whole Batman thing. The way that kind of came around as a circle, like all the times throughout the movie, you see Alfred like, oh my God, like, can you please just take off the eye makeup and go to the brunch? <laughs> like when it turns out what would have been happening at that brunch is maybe him figuring out where this money goes so it doesn't wind up being laundered into drops. <laughs> Whoops, <laughs> guess you should have went. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, that's so, and it's, it's not surprising to me that, the, that this thing hit the market it was supposed to hit. Um, I think that sometimes you have to tell things a certain kind of way. Um, and I think this movie really gave like, the other side to how wealth impacts people that don't have it that you don't see so often in movies because movies are made by rich people so you know that was good i mean i don't know what to tell them but if, <laughs> like if humanizing bruce ruins the ruins batman for you then you were never a batman fan because no. that was the appeal to begin with it's like the cartoons are so popular and I feel like everyone mm -hmm. has somehow forgotten what those cartoons were like. He was very, um, he was very he was, in those cartoons. He was a very much a person in the cartoons, yeah. like a person with personal relationships with people and stuff. Like he had, he had friends and stuff. Satana was hanging out and stuff. Like, it, like, it's almost like, I feel like some of these people saw the Nolan movies and then forgot every other thing that had ever happened. All the, all, you know, the old TV shows, movies, like everything, the comics, the cartoons, it's like nothing existed but those movies. Like they treated it like that was some kind of a continuity reboot and all other things are not the true Batman, even though that's only a version that existed in a certain media for a certain period of time. Like after a lot of history that presented him in a different kind of way. Um, like, it's very strange. Um, and, you know, as far as, like, the reason that people do things is because they have a motivation. And usually you can look at somebody's actions and make some kind of a conclusion about what kind of person they are. And if your actions are risking your life helping people all the time, there's two different reasons that you might do this. One is because you care about people. And two, it's because you're a raging narcissist who wants to get the adulation from people recognizing that you're doing this. The anonymity of Batman means that number two wouldn't be an effective way, wouldn't have an effective way of getting that need met. 
like if Bruce was a raging narcissist that just wanted everybody to clap for him for how great he is because he's doing all this stuff for people and he didn't actually care, then being Batman is the worst way of doing it. Um, because how can anybody clap for a thing they don't know you're doing? Cough, Tony Stark. <laughs> everybody knows he's doing that so everybody can clap. Ridiculous. And you know, that is a motivation it, for I mean, doing it, even if he doesn't care about people. Thinking about it too, like a lot of the end MCU movies, like the the, the heroes were famous. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that was a big them being famous yeah. was such a big deal, like something they wanted to be. It was yeah. like built into <laughs> half the reason they did shit is yeah they wanted people to know that they're so know. great and they're so powerful and they do all these things um and you know <laughs> i think it's always been apparent that like it's always been apparent if you're like not dumb and you think about it that batman couldn't be one of those people because if he was he just like wouldn't be batman like there would be no reason to be batman it wouldn't serve him to be batman right um so you know it should have already been obvious to people just from thinking about it that batman like actually cares about people and that's like why he does things for them (laughs) it shouldn't have to be this like big shocker i mean there's just like this violent misinterpretation that he just gets off on punching people in the face and they swear to god that's accurate so i'm sure this movie has been very confusing I mean they think they seem to think he's the protagonist of Fight Club and then they're shocked to find out he's not and it's just like okay if he really just got off on punching people he could be Tyler Durden (laughs) um and he could start a fight club if you just wanted to beat people up being a vigilante is like a lot of paperwork to get to the goal of putting your fist in somebody's face you know you got to investigate you got to follow clues you got to read all this stuff there are easier ways to get your kicks off punching people like it doesn't make sense to be Batman if all you want is the violence. You know what I mean? Right. Um, <sighs> we see we see people uh, like you know the birds from Titans. Uh, yeah. You know, particularly Don, just one excuse to punch people and not get arrested. That's what she wanted. Um, <laughs> that that was all. Um, that's why even like the small town neighborhood drug dealer would do. She just wanted to punch people, y'all. Um, you know, I, there was never any interest in it in a sort of like larger goal to like make the world a better place and like save as many people as possible. None of that was cooked up in the stew, which is why when she got dragged into that and it got inconvenient, she was going the other direction. Um, and s- same thing, <laughs> like, Hank gives me the vibes of being the kind of person where if somebody's getting, if somebody you considers to be innocent is getting attacked in front of him, he'll definitely hop in. But like, he's not whipping out the laptop to try to take down your criminal organization unless y'all got money. He's also not willing to die for innocent people. No. As we saw with Slade. Him, Donna, and Donna were like, sucks to suck for whoever he's about to kill next. What ain't gonna be me? <laughs> not at all. Not at all. He's so shitty. <laughs> the next person that he kills. Oh, you know, like, when I'm not gonna about to be stabbed. Sorry, sorry about your grandma, but I'm different. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
like long as them one of their homies didn't even have it in him to avenge one of their own homies no he shot one of your personal close friends and y'all ain't having any of you (laughs) (laughs) it's not even like oh they don't have it in them over slate and strangers that was garth y'all didn't even have a code may may garth rest in peace but (laughs) i got things to do you know i can't be out here getting stabbed <laughs> like, he, no, he really shot terrible. your homie and y'all are just like wow i guess he's over there doing that anyway who wants pizza <laughs> they did not care at all but yeah i guess that's the kind of heroes ben shapiro wants <laughs> he does he does how do you watch the scene with like um batman leading you know the citizens through the water with the with, with the, the, torch. the torch and not and then say this is a bad hero hero movie in what way sir like what are you talking big about? hero movie moment this and it also reminded me of uh, from justice league that scene with the flash um rescuing those people it uh, from that thing that was flooded it reminded me of that um and yeah you know <laughs> i like that they made a point of like showing him becoming a hero in a meaningful way and like understanding what that means because I think the clear implication in the Batman is that he'd been trying to be a hero for two years and he had done things to help people but he hadn't really gotten the personal connection to the people that he needed to like really get that in his heart yet you know uh because he was just too much of a hermit (laughs) Um, and you know, without actually like having conversations with people and like having sort of like meaningful interactions, it kind of limits how much your heart can like be in it like that. Um, and you know, I think it's really, um, I think it's really, it's really sweet. Um, and people hate sweet things. Uh, that's why there's so many problems in Titans. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> like because uh, you know clearly everybody is not of the impression that you know a guy with a big heart that cares about people and does his best is great <laughs> that's a controversial subject in this cynical world um gosh it's hard to believe sometimes that we've managed to get to a point where people are so brainwashed by aggressively like cynical 2000 entertainment that they that like the old-fashioned idea of just like being a big boy scout with a big heart that just wants to help people is just like alien to so many people that they can't relate to that archetype and they don't get what's going on like send the meteor (laughs) did you ever think you'd see a day where people would struggle to relate to a hero that cared about people and wanted to save them there's a lot of things i didn't think i'd live to see that are currently happening that i won't say on camera (laughs) there's a lot of interesting (laughs) like shake our walking sticks i mean Here's here's one thing I can't. Ancient I, will, women. I will say on camera that won't get me canceled. Okay, I just think it's interesting that everyone is so, you know, pro pro sex positivity, but now they're sitting around slut shaming Jada Pinkett Smith. 
that's weird What's yeah that? it's that's bizarre strange. especially that's see people on. who identify as feminists and stuff doing like doing that because like okay First of all, I thought we were team ethical non-monogamy out here. Like, wasn't everybody all pro-polyamory in these streets? Yes, everyone was pro-polyamory. So what's going on? Like, what is the problem? (laughs) Because they had an open marriage. He had girlfriends too. Why is this even relevant to whether or not someone should get to disrespect her? And if she deserves to have her husband to have her health conditions made fun of when she's just trying to support her husband getting an award like people are literally like oh and this is the this is the black reaction let me make that clear this is what black some black people are saying that because (laughs) she had the affair or whatever that he knew about so how is it an affair but okay um whatever um because right it's a little weird they're even calling this an affair um, because of that that means he's stupid and a simp for <laughs> still loving her and protecting her against public mockery. Um, right. Maybe y'all have never been loved in your life. I don't know. Obviously. But, um, not at all. Yeah. And like, not even in a romantic way. Like, if I was out with my brother and someone. Let somebody say something like that about like you, that. and I'm within slapping distance pray for them like my friends like, women or men would be slapping yeah. people for me like I don't really know <laughs> like about. let us be out to dinner and the waitress and the wait and the waiter had something like that to say and see if we weren't escorted out by security after I slapped him Some let's find out slick thing about your your friend your wife's yeah. your family's medical condition and you won't slap somebody for that yeah i don't know what's wrong damn i feel like people gotta be lying to anyone who knows these people you i do defend like, like if that? y'all would have defended you like that guess we ain't <laughs> like wow <laughs> guess not because <laughs> oh, i gotta then. tell you maybe y'all are raised by different kinds of people but when i tell you my folks have act a fool or something like that <laughs> no that's not funny that is not funny <laughs> No. And then also, like, I've even heard rumors that, like, you know, from, you know, sources, so, like, who knows what is to this, that, like, Jada's autoimmune situation is not just affecting her hair, but also other, other like, health things, and that's why she hasn't been, like, doing a lot as far as making movies and stuff as well, which is, again, you don't know people, you don't know what's going on, like. That's the crazy part, because she, she talked about it, she opened up about it. Chris is well aware of it and will yeah. talk to well, like, about- She's open up about having alopecia and her hair falling out, mm. but like, we don't actually, like alopecia is an autoimmune condition. We don't actually know she's not dealing with other autoimmune issues. Like, you know, arthritis is also an autoimmune situation. Like lupus is an auto, like you don't know people. You know what I mean? Like even just the assumption that, you know, be, that the only thing that is happening with her health-wise is her hair falling out is a big one um we we don't know that um she you know could have a variety of things because alopecia is a symptom of a lot of things um like there's a lot of different health conditions that a person like might have um including cancer all kind of stuff that can cause alopecia um so you know even the people saying oh you know she's just like losing her hair okay 
saying just that is really minimizing uh, what it is to be a woman who's losing her hair anyway. And even so, it's like it's it's your your outward appearance. It means a lot to you. We people yeah. can sit here and act like it doesn't, but if I wouldn't curse my own head. Not even trying to pretend. Like I would be too scared to get smited upside my head by pretending that I would take that on the chin. Um, let me be honest. No, no, I. I'd be devastated if I lost all my hair. I probably wouldn't want to leave my house. Yeah. Um, that would on. be like if you get like the same people who lose just looks. Blah, blah, blah. If something happened to them where they like lost half the skin on their face, like got slashed by a freaking animal or mauled right. or whatever, would they be saying that? It's so disingenuous because you know it's right. Bullshit. Everyone has different things with their appearance that impact them in different kinds of ways. Like and you know, when people were talking about his reaction, like I went and asked on social media, can somebody show me a clip at an award show where a comedian made fun of the change of a non-Black woman's appearance that was caused by an illness that people knew about? Like, you remember a few years back, Ashley Judd's face was all swollen up because she'd had a bunch of like issues and had to go like, you know, and had to take steroids for it. Uh, show me a clip from where she showed up during that time to an award show and a comedian got on stage and made fun of her fat face didn't see that happen or, you know what I mean or the, uh, Rose McGowan yeah or when what's her name undid her Botox. after that car accident yeah remember the other actress from Bridget Jones Diary when she yeah and, Renee and she started yeah. looking a little you know what I mean there's yeah. been people showing up there who obviously have like eating disorders and what like this is all kind of shit and not once did a comedian in the opening monologue at the oscars go oh remember a selma blair going through it with ms and having a cane and all that and having the shakes and the tremors show me the word show where she showed up to a cane and somebody made fun of her and they're coming in there and walking stick i didn't see it happen did you does that like he this was horrible and if it was happening to anyone else they'd be furious yeah and so what they're mad about it's very obvious that's a thing that's not that's not done especially not in this kind of a venue this wasn't a comedy central roast he added she was just a guest in award show right and chris rock wasn't even presenting so i don't even know why he's telling jokes frankly he's being an asshole he was just he was just up there to give somebody an award why is he randomly dragging out of his way to to try and humiliate her yeah like, obviously like he had it on his mind yeah because like literally Chris Rock was not a presenter he wasn't there to give some kind of a comedy set he was literally just there to give someone who wasn't either of them an award so like why he would say this like really personal thing and somebody like leaked some audio I guess from like an after party or something somebody like was recording that was at one of these parties where you can hear Will Smith say that he's talked to Chris about this specific thing before <laughs> so all the people they're like why didn't he just talk to him actually apparently he did and this guy decided to publicly humiliate his wife anyway so that's why I slapped him um which is even wilder knowing that you know knowing that these people know 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 each other there's lots of photos of them hanging out places and stuff like that have each other's number he's talked to this guy about this specific thing before and this guy still did that so he provoked him we're gonna pretend he didn't and again i'll say this again has no one ever like i feel like suddenly no one's ever seen a movie no one's ever watched a tv show and no one's ever been out in public before to a bar. And they've certainly never party. had a friend or a man or anything. Nothing. They've never witnessed, not even once. 
they didn't even got no fiction not even once not even in a book nothing this is brand new they've never witnessed (laughs) a guy insult a woman and another guy step up and punch him in the face they've never seen that this has never happened they've never heard of it it's insane the way people are acting like this is yo i actually I've had, I've seen so many people making hot takes like this is an indication that Will might be valid to Jada. Yeah. Because he slapped someone who publicly accosted Jada. Like y'all are a lot for me. Are you serious? So like never mind the very real life thing. I mean, all you you'd have to do, right, to see this very thing is go to literally any nightclub. Right, some somebody's boyfriend. Dude, remember this happened on Jersey Shore, like right? with, with Sammy. Happen. Like some guy tried it with Sammy, and, and like homeboy had to like square up. And then after it was over, he was like, "Yo, don't be getting me in situations with all these guys." But in the moment, he squared right up with that man. Like literally every, for real, even like every reality show, right? Every time they go yeah. out to a party, somebody yeah. tries one of the castmates and the whole rest of the other cast is like, bitch, yes. like, Man, like how many thing. episodes it's of just... Bad Girls Clubs are just getting jumped by the Bad who, Girls who, Club because you tried somebody? Who are y'all marrying that, that you can get tried like that and your spouse doesn't get pissed enough to swing for you? I'm so Dude, sorry I've... if you're living like that. I really am. No, I've I had a boyfriend who one of his friends tried my face, got all up in my chest like he was gonna fight me, and he didn't say anything. But I tell you how short a time after that he was my boyfriend. Right, like okay, that like like you know what, you know what he was like oh, oh I, I thought actually, you had it, you know what I'm saying? Like you handled it. You know why am he, I handling a grown man? You know what his display of violence like I don't is have actually indication of that if someone broke into his house he would protect jada that's what that's an indication yeah. of because clearly he protects her of. against other people with physical violence so you're not going to touch exactly Clear, that's, <laughs> but that's you know what all these people said it. all that who do you think will be the next one to try will smith i bet the answer that's nobody i bet no one will try her ever again so guess yeah. he got his point across because nobody will try her ever again right no they really so won't. I think like he, i think he was correct because i bet yeah. there won't be no more jokes about no. her fucking um issues I there might be on the internet but i'm gonna tell you it won't be in front of will smith that's what it won't be and someone should slap the shit out of rebel wilson for what she said about jada actually a hundred percent i like but you know lord I don't understand how we live in a culture that's so for sex positivity that like they're teaching university classes about how to, you know, get your numbers up on OnlyFans. But if you are known to be a woman who has sex, (laughs) that's an okay reason to attack you. Uh, Because like, okay, Jada's crime is having consensual adult sex. That's her crime. Jesus. I guess it was all a lie. I guess this whole thing they've been doing was bullshit because if you actually do that, oh yeah, absolutely. Go be a sex worker thing. All of these women who told you to do it will throw you right under the bus. All the way under the bus. Apparently. Lies from the pits of hell. Apparently. So just be careful, Gen Z. All of these, these, Mm -hmm. these, 
these same liberals. women that are hyping you up like that yeah these, these let you go women ahead telling telling you little you teenage girls to go do this be careful because they're gonna throw you under the bus when you do it just yeah that. what they're gonna do Clearly. is they're gonna send those videos to your employer the first time y'all get into it about anything uh, you tell them their wig is crooked and your OnlyFans is going to go to your employer. That's what these women are going to do because they're lying about being accepting. It's just, if I like you in the moment and, you know, all of these people who, uh, well, but really is it's about themselves. Cause like, I've seen a lot of comedians like, you know, saying like, this puts all like comedians on notice because it's letting people know that like, you know, if we try it, somebody can get up out of that audience and get up on the stage. Good. How about now you have to make your comedy something that doesn't hurt people's feelings? Yeah. I guess and you guys have about to something hope that they your can't audience change. will because here's find the thing, it right? funny. Here's the thing, right? If you tell me, oh, you know, what is this outfit? You're right? You, you, you're roasting me for my outfit. Whatever. Right. But like a, something, some kind of disorder I can't change. What part of that is comedy? Right. It's not it's not. Funny. It's just bullying. You're just being a tool. And right? we've got this whole body positivity thing, okay. right? That's Everybody's not. a tool. If they were like, if you were to get up there and and Chris were to like make a joke about how Lizzo looked in that dress or whatever, would everyone be mm-hmm. reacting the same way? No. no. Like, but, but I guess body well, positivity it's is for fat is black, So pick a white woman. Who, who who's who's a who's a white actress who who's big pick pick a, a well, big white actress melissa mccarthy sure and then someone got up and slapped him i'm pretty sure i'm the pretty people would sure be all about it yeah you know i don't really want to hear this is nonsense like we're, we're we're all big on body positivity we're all big on sex positivity but then when a woman gets attacked for uh her body then it's okay to attack her in that way because she has sex yeah i'm lost uh and you know he's that brings simp. us back to our favorite he, 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 tool our favorite simp. tool he's of attack in the titans how fandom you, how are you a cuck for a woman you're actually having sex with how are you a simp for a woman you're married to if you're gonna be a simp for anyone should it not be your freaking spouse Dude, I saw so many people making jokes about, like, about making jokes about him being pussy whipped. I mean, who, who pussy is supposed to be whipped for? That's his wife. What you talking about? But does he look like it to you? Because, I mean, he looked like he might beat somebody's ass. So I don't know about (laughs) all the, ooh, he's a punk hot takes but you don't say that to I his mean, face, he though. might be for his wife you might get but not for you slap if you say that to his face but go so, on yeah and i just think, think it's so funny fan. that you know all these people are like why didn't he slap august alcina what did he need to slap him for i need you to explain what what exactly did he do that will need to be slapping him for i'm, I'm waiting it seems like the answer to that is absolutely uh, nothing because they had an open relationship so there's no and reason people for him saying, to be oh, take him. back his Oscar, take back his Oscar. Even if, if they, they don't take, take back Roman Polanski's Oscar and Harvey Weinstein has like 40 Oscars, if they don't take those back, I'm gonna slap somebody. And Catch even me. then, it's like we still know he won it, so I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, the thing is, if they take back Will Smith's Oscar because of his conduct, there's a very long Kevin Spacey give it back now we've determined that he's like a serial raper of teenage boys get back 
long list. They'll have to do a lot of explaining. As, Dude, as Roman Polanski was on the run for raping a 14-year-old, could not enter the country. So he had to like have someone accept it on his behalf remotely because he like would have been like extradited like and dragged into a court. And they still gave him an Oscar. He couldn't even come into the country to come get because he was still up for rape charges. Whatever, man. Don't even do it, Academy. Let me just say, let me just say that in case any of y'all hear what I had to say. Don't even do it. Um, like I just you know, know if he was protecting anyone but a black woman. This wouldn't even be a thing. No, it wouldn't be a thing. And this particular woman is catching it in part because everyone's totally hypocrites about how they actually feel about women being sexual, which is ugly. Um, and, you know, uh, somebody was like, did a woman come forward? And, you know, I told him, well, Marco Robbie was talking about the mirrored ceilings inside his trailer. So I feel like that would be publicly stating that you're on your back with Will Smith. So I'd say, yeah, a woman actually has come forward about being with Will. Um, and he was like, well, that didn't get any press. Well, apparently no one cared. Um, so I guess that's okay. Um, and then he was like, well, but August Alcina was in his 20s. And I was like, how did you think Robert, Margot Robbie was in the movie they made together? And I just think it's so interesting. Like they want to talk about con conduct, but apparently it's okay conduct to talk about Rihanna's panties at the Oscars right do you remember that yeah yeah that's I the do. first time he came for jada he was like um much like rihanna's panties i wasn't i wasn't invited yeah okay. and and like he was talking about how she was like on tv implying that jada did not have a film career that would merit an invitation to the oscars in and of itself which that's a lot where's your set it off chris full of a bunch of terrible ass actors Wilder Valderrama was at the damn Oscars. Like, get out of here, man. <laughs> I'm on. so serious. I'm so serious. I, no, Ez no, I believe was at you. the Oscars. I believe, but I'm just, I'm just saying, like, please. It's, it's just like, oh, <laughs> but I'm we're acting insult. like, and like Jada Pinkett Smith has been in such incredible movies and was critically acclaimed. It's not just like, oh, Angelique's a fan or something. Like, she's gotten good write ups for her performance in movies, she's gotten good numbers in the box office. Like, the idea that her career wouldn't merit an invitation to the Oscars is an insult all by itself, even if he hadn't made the crack about Rihanna's panties. And also, Nicole Kidman's on television. Should she not be invited to the Oscars? Like, what do you mean? You know, Oscar-nominated and Oscar-winning actors doing television now that television's more elevated. Chris Rock? Why are you here? What do you mean? Well, he was there to give somebody else an award. That was what he was there for. Um, he hasn't made ever in his life a movie nominated for an Oscar, to my knowledge. What do you know of one? No. Not even nominated. Forget winning. Not even nominated ever. And and you know what? Everybody hates Chris. Was a great funny show that he wasn't acting in. No, he wasn't. So shut up. Like I don't know what like, sir. <laughs> you know everybody like. You know, I personally have avoided his work for years because even back when he was just doing Comedy Central specials and stuff, like before he was like doing movies, his massage noir has like been very consistent. Like that's practically his shtick, what he's got to say about Black women. Absolutely. And 
you know, I, you know, I, I had some people who were, you know, who got caught up in the uh, orgy of crying about the terrible violence against slapped in his mouth. And I was like, yeah, I actually wish someone a decade ago had slapped him in his mouth for talking the way he talks about black women. Um, and somebody was like, if it was Dave Chappelle, he wouldn't have slapped him in his mouth. Well, first of all, I've never seen any evidence of him personally uh, attacking anybody at a random fancy event in a similar way. Uh, and second no, of all, if he did, that. I hope whoever he did it to, their husband slapped him in the mouth too. Like, look, everybody can cash his hands out here. I don't know what you guys want from me. I'm not going to say, I think that men should feel comfortable publicly disrespecting women in any venue in which they would like to, to no consequences. That's not coming out of my mouth because I don't feel that way. And like comedy isn't supposed to be hurtful. No, like, it's supposed to, to be funny to your audience. It's supposed to be funny. And if like the person you're roasting even doesn't find what you said funny then you're not doing a very good job you're just well I mean they could be sensitive if you're just talking about their shoes and they're being sensitive but it's not that like you're like literally taking something obviously below the belt and like if you watch the clip of like after he says it like you see Chris's reaction where he spreads his arms he's like what it was funny he knows that was below the belt he knows that was inappropriate and he heard the hush go over the room like, you know, like in the moment, everyone's reaction was how you expect somebody to react if you just said something uncomfortable, but they feel like they're supposed to be laughing. You could hear it. You know what I mean? Like, everybody wasn't like, ha, ha, ha. Everyone was like, ha, 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 ha. Right. Like, he, you know, and you could tell from his body language and that, what? It was a joke. Come on, laugh, people, sort of thing that he did. That's what comedians do when they know they just said something that wasn't funny and they're all That's what Rebel Wilson it. had to do when she told that joke about Jada at the BAFTAs everyone was just like uh and she's like what it's not like he showed up okay sis if Jada pulls up on you and slaps you I'm gonna be very amused because I don't know what's wrong with y'all because the people just have like keep playing stupid games and you can win some stupid prizes. They're going to start winning stupid prizes. Like, I don't know what's wrong with y'all. <laughs> and I'm also glad but... that he did that at this particular venue because a lot of people were talking about the, you know, the prestige of the venue and him dishonoring the, the First of all, the, the Oscars has dishonored itself with racism and war propaganda. It and, dishonored itself by the fact he's getting his first nomination at this point. That's how the Oscars has dishonored itself. Having been so yeah. dishonored by the Oscars, I'm glad he dishonored the Oscars right back and it kind of feels like a passive aggressive when you have to force people by changing the rules to actually nominate like a like people of color or disabled people who make work that deserves to be nominated like when you have to do all that what you're saying is that you don't want to do it and nobody makes sure you won't ever do it the oscars have already let will and jada know they don't give a fuck about them so the fact that they even showed up to this thing, you know, uh, they should be glad about because they didn't even bother last time. And the and it feels passive aggressive that the Oscars would, in particular, allow that kind of insult to a black nominee and his wife. Like we already know y'all don't want him here, but then you're gonna like insult him on top of that, and then be surprised he decided, you know what? I'm going to show this event that I give as much of a fuck about them as they give about me. I mean, That's how much. Like the Oscars already let the, let the Smiths know 
for the last 30 years that neither of them got any awards for them, even though they made some of the biggest and most critically acclaimed movies that happened over the last 30 years. So yeah, no, the idea that they should have more respect for the venue and the event, no, the event should have more respect for them, actually. He's one of the top selling actors of all time. And he's consistently critically acclaimed. I, I look at um the Oscars much like I look at the Grammys at this point. It's mm-hmm. nonsense. It's nonsensical. And it's like if you're it's more about being in good graces of people than it is about talent. Absolutely. Especially the Grammys. The Grammys is nonsense. Total nonsense. <laughs> Genuine. So nonsense. yeah. If there was an so. if there was an event that I had skipped the last time because it was so racist. And then somebody had made a sexist barb about me not showing up to this thing. And then when I show up to this thing, try my face again, somebody can get slapped. Like he Um, asked you not to say it. I don't like, what was it clicking for Chris? I guess he thought, well, in this venue, because I'm in this place that, you know, he he would like, let it slide. Yeah, he felt safe. He felt safe and he felt comfortable in humiliating a black woman publicly and that's yeah that's the underlining because he's made his whole career publicly humiliating black women that's what he does that's the that's the key thing in all of this is how comfortable people are humiliating black women chris and now rebel wilson all of these people Mm -hmm. saying she didn't deserve to be protected yeah and dude Twitter is full of hot takes about how like she's not deserving of defense Mm -hmm. protection, being offended on her behalf, decency, not having her illnesses mocked, none of that. Like she's not worthy of any of that because her and her husband have sex with people. And like I, all of this, it's been exhausting dealing with like the constant sort of sex positive and hookup culture nonsense that inundates everything, this porn soaked society. And these same people that will shout you down and call you a swerf and, you know, uh, call you a prude and all this kind of stuff. If you think that, you know, third graders shouldn't be, you know, getting, getting, uh, you know, things we're not even gonna get into in this podcast. Um, these same people then will say, you know what, these adults who are engaging in ethical non-monogamy, who knowingly with each other's consent and awareness are having consensual sex with other adults, that's the people we need to attack. It's crazy. Like, were we in upside down world? Right. <laughs> like, they don't uh, even come for cheaters like this. Because again, no. she's, she's not a cheater. Like, in it's not even alleged that she's a cheater. Like the other person in question, like I saw the interview with August and like he says that like, you know, she said that, you know, they had like an agreement or whatever. He wasn't sure he believed it. So he talked to Will himself. Like, so there's nobody who, of the people who are involved in this, all three of them have said on the record (laughs) that this was a consensual situation. All parties were aware of it and consented to it. That's a thing that has been established. It's not a mystery. It's not a speculation. Like, so this idea that will should be assaulting people because they did something he agreed to. I mean, obviously y'all think that he should not have made the decision to engage in having an open marriage, 
I'm like, okay, I guess. What but if you know that he did anyway, why are you guys acting confused? Why they they keep acting like it was her, like she forced him into be accepting her. Right. How do you know it wasn't his idea or they didn't come up with it together? Like there's so much pro- projection. Like and projecting. I mean they've talked about it. Just, they've talked about it so much that people say they get sick of hearing them give interviews. Well, maybe the reason they have to give so many is because people keep acting confused. Stupid. Like, <laughs> you know, people are like, why are they always talking about it and giving so much detail? Well, that's because everybody's out here with a false narrative that like she had some kind of affair that she, I don't know, forced him to go along with and he like stayed or something, even though all three sides of the story have told a story that is different than that. And everybody just acts like they have amnesia. Like, I don't know why everyone's acting so confused and acting so stupid. I can't believe that I woke up to thousands of people. Like, why isn't Will out beating people up for like sleeping with Jada? Why would he, why would he do that? Like, why do y'all think he should be doing that? Why why do y'all think anybody should be doing that? Like, first of all, if you're in a relationship with somebody and they have sex with somebody else and that's like a problem for you, which is a valid reaction to have, you should like leave. And if you decide not to, if you decide to stay, you shouldn't be just running around beating people up because of your own decisions. Like if I was in a relationship with someone and they cheated on me and I decided to stay, and I decided how I was gonna manage how I was gonna manage my rage about their cheating is by assaulting women. What is wrong with me? No. That would be an insane thing to do. Like it's very weird to me that what actually happened was he had an understandable, logical, and appropriate reaction to somebody disrespecting his wife for no reason about something she's sensitive about, something she's sensitive about because it's an autoimmune condition that's causing her to lose her hair. But what everybody thinks he should have done was the complete crazy person thing of assaulting people because she slept with them. That actually would be crazy person behavior. Isn't that interesting? They, they, so y'all do like violence, I guess, after all. And they like violence as a result of people having engaging in consensual activity. Because they're not saying, oh no, Will should punch guys, uh, they're sleeping with his wife because like they're raping his wife or something. No, no, he should be punching guys having consensual sex with his wife. What? <laughs> so... <laughs> this is so sexist and gross Sorry, I'm, I'm still like randomly seeing actors who should be very silent and minding their business react Dude, to this alec baldwin when alec baldwin said something about him slapping him okay i hope that every reply to this is people being like how do people feel when you shot your co-worker after an argument um so that jim carrey had something to say apparently um alan Alan Richard Richardson Titans has shit to say. Um, called Will a broken man. Okay. Um, okay. First of all, you play a broken man, Tin Man. Well, actually, you yeah, used to play one until you lost so, your fucking Savannah job. Shared um, a stupid post on her. Savannah shared the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. That's how I would prefer to phrase that. I mean, she might as well have been titled, let's make it all about me. <laughs> like, how do I make it about me? Like, oh, so like this, you know, 
uh, this black woman was attacked for a disability. Well, you know how I think we can make this into something positive? We can make it about the fact that white women also have disabilities. So many random people, white actors just coming out the woodwork to give their two cents. And it's like, y'all know you could just not say anything not say anything like you know that's yeah a thing you and then also that. like i think that like okay obviously uh i'm not one of those no violence under these circumstances people and i feel like most people aren't either but they just pretend to be but like let's pretend you are a person who thinks there's just like never a reason for anyone to ever hit anyone ever um okay why are you not also a there's no reason to ever engage in ableism, ableist public bullying person. Because if you were both of those things, then this sounds like something you would discuss as being a situation in which two bad things happened, not a situation in which one person lost their fucking mind, right? Hmm. Like, it's very weird seeing people act like Chris Rock didn't do anything wrong just because he got slapped. No, he got slapped because he did something wrong. You guys and your correlation and causation, it's all confused. Um, something that we agreed was wrong. Like we all have heard the term ableism. We all understand that it is not considered appropriate to make fun of people for their unchangeable physical characteristics or even their changeable ones. Like, because you know, like you could stop being fat, but we've decided it's not okay to make fun of people for that. So, all right, having established that, cool, cool. We're all in this society together and this is what we've established. That means if you do it anyway, that's a thing there should be some kind of consequence for. And I don't see any of these people who had such a problem with him, with him getting slapped say what should have happened was Chris Rock shouldn't have been invited to this. Maybe he should have been asked to leave. Maybe, Maybe he, he should be been. canceled. Like, why was he there again after the panty joke? I want to know that. Right. Um, and then like like okay, everyone, fine like, if you don't think he saying, should be slapped but you don't even think he should be canceled i thought ableism was a problem what are you guys doing right everyone's sitting here saying um you know will owes Chris uh, now it's apology, just jokes but, everybody's just like oh we can't be slapping people for jokes what okay um, it's just jokes now but just 20 minutes ago words were violence um and you know words were like oppression um including uh jokes depending on what kind you make who you make them for and what is the and what's supposed to be funny because in a joke about gi jane uh made to a woman who has alopecia what's supposed to be funny is how her hair falling out makes her look more like a man and more masculine like fucking gi joe that's what we're supposed to be laughing at right that's okay now apparently um and tiffany haddish also brought up the fact that um uh that there was also some anti-lesbian implications there uh because you know the correlation between sort of like you know masculinity and like lesbianism and most of the time when people make gi jane jokes they're making like you know lesbian jokes those kinds of implications like so he can really uh get up here and be like huh look at this uh, black woman. <laughs> Isn't she like a bald-headed man or a lesbian or something? And that's okay now? Nothing canceled? Apparently it's, it's good, depending on who it is you're harassing. You can punch down a black woman in comedy. And I think that's why so many of these 
white comedians and these white actors are so upset because it's like, what the hell are they going to do if they can't mock us now, right? That's like half their shtick. <laughs> setting a president, <laughs> setting a president that you can't harass Black women publicly. Oh my God. Good. I know, I know. And Good. I'm honestly like, you know, as much as people are kind of crying about it and trying to kind of reverse time, uh, everybody still saw that happen. Everybody's still gonna remember that happened. So the the next time, the next time you do it, the husband sitting next to that woman is gonna be thinking, I can let you publicly humiliate my wife or I got his chair. How you deal with that knowledge is how you deal with that knowledge. And I'm sure every time a comedian gets on stage and he's like, ooh, I see some woman with some kind of physical issue. I'm about to humiliate her in front of a large crowd. He might look and see if her husband is there and then say, let me, let me joke yeah. about something that won't make someone go home and cry later. Yeah. And like, because also, comedy let's is supposed think about... to be funny and not mean. <laughs> When these people do this kind of stuff, the next time somebody says something real wild and her husband's sitting right there, sitting right there, let's see if what goes viral isn't wow. Her husband just watched that. <laughs> Couldn't be me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Have a man like Will Smith. Um, I guarantee you that men are going to are probably going to feel a certain kind of pressure to do something because you know, for all the people are trying to kind of castigate Will Smith, there's enough people that were like, do the damn thing that I can easily imagine uh, the next time there's some kind of a situation and the man doesn't say anything, people are going to be like, wow, I guess we ain't slapping folks no more. Like this changed the whole landscape and everybody knows that. And that's why people are panicking like that. And I'm all here for us being in a landscape where being publicly misogynist, <laughs> being publicly racist, being publicly lesbophobic, being publicly ableist are things that get your teeth slapped right down your throat. I'm here for that. Um, and I also have to say all of these slap a Nazi, slap a turf, slap a fascist, eat the rich, wear the guillotines, like nuclear hellfire in Ukraine people. I can't believe that y'all are wetting your panties about a slap. Whatever. Like, oh, you can't even like the way, like the way that we have just like we have this weird dichotomy where we have totally normalized all manner of previously unacceptable uh, sexual behaviors. We've also totally normalized all level of advocation for violent responses to all kinds of things. But then somebody does something and if it's the wrong person or the wrong place or he did it in a really well-fitted waistcoat, uh, now everybody is just crying rivers of tears. Um, you know, I would, uh, you know, just like apparently all these uh, people couldn't process the reality of a thing happening. This is clearly another one of those things that people are cool with in theory, but actually seeing it happen, every, oh, oh my goodness. Like, but I mean, we knew that because isn't our favorite subject uh, how people slut shame the protagonists of Titans all the time? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't. <laughs> it's just very interesting to me that like these same people who are sitting here complaining about how 
you know, the Batman had a guy not being violent enough are sitting yeah. here <laughs> crying about Will Smith slapping exactly once. Just an open hand slap. Who died? No one. Anyone in the hospital? No. Y'all were ready to go to war. War like weren't Literally. they just about to go to war? Did I imagine that they were about to go to the Ukraine and f shit up? No, they I? were literally okay. for us going to war, not figuratively. They're they're for us going to nuclear war. Like even when people were like, "But if we got into it with Russia, then there could be nukes." They were like, "Nuke it up!" Like also, <laughs> also, weren't we just going? Oh man, the Ukrainian men are so great because they're protecting their women and they're defending their women with violence and guns. Guns. What's going on? I mean, I've seen so many videos of like Ukrainian men, like with guns, like, no, men gotta stay, women and children protected. Uh, okay, what did you imagine these guys with guns would do to the men who try to force their way on the trains? Do you think any of them might've gotten slapped? Just kidding, I mean, shot. You know what I think? I think this is an indication that uh, the Ukrainian men who do survive, they're gonna go to their wives and shoot their wives because obviously, <laughs> That's, yes. that's how we do math now. Yeah, I mean, right? they've shown they have a violent nature. <laughs> right, they have tasted blood. <laughs> Defending her means you will also hurt her later violently <laughs> because you've, you've gotten a taste of violence and violence really is that simple and there's no kind and of And it's nuance. absolutely the same thing to defend your wife or to beat the stuffing out of your wife. It's tomato, it's tomato. directly related. Like any man who has ever raised his fist for a wife then went home to go right upside her jaw. That's what happened. Like, like imagine if you, uh, you, you really apply this math to everything, right? <laughs> so, so like when I was young, I was at the playground, right? I was a small kid. The little other kid who kept pushing me or whatever. So my sister, my old sister got mad, came over and she was like, keep your kid away from my little sister we're gonna have problems her kid hit me again my sister hit the mom so yes. so you know one plus one equals seven right so and you're about to home, tell me about how your sister beat the stuffing yeah, out of you yeah. she was on, on the woman. ride home she, she just turned around <laughs> and started wailing on me it's that's <laughs> obviously that's how we do math if like, someone defends you then they're just gonna randomly decide hey violence and then just go crazy yeah that's how it works or maybe i mean i'm guessing like none this. of these people have clearly none of you guys have ever dated any boxers soldiers like both of my parents are veterans my grandfather so he uh, is a boxing instructor i'm sure that you're thinking what i'm next going to tell you about is growing up watching all the women in my family get beat up in the house right no i'm not <laughs> like do you guys feel that way about every man who engages in any and like you know again these are the same like you know respect for the troops thank you for your service people um i hope you don't turn your back on you when you thank for your service if this is how you feel about people willing to engage in violence to protect people like <laughs> do, do do like do any of this any of the like soldiers police it's, it's all the pro, any of these the, people in your life know this gun, is how you feel is the pro-gun pro protect yourselves people clutching their pearls that are really sending me right now 
man, I have seen so many Second Amendment bros like, oh my God, a man got slapped. Okay, I want you to look me right in my eye <laughs> and tell me <laughs> that couldn't nobody catch no smoke from you, no matter what they did to your wife. That's how you as feel? As long as he didn't touch her, I guess, then he can just pop the fuck off. Whatever they want to say doesn't because words are just words. They can call your wife whatever kind of horror cripple that they want right in front of you, and we good, right? And all the people saying that Chris Rock should have got him back by following up with a joke about August Alsina. If you wonder why he didn't do that, it's because he didn't want to get the dog shit beat out of him on the Oscars because that's what would have happened. Don't play. It's like, why are y'all really going to just advocate to keep on harassing the woman? That's all you right. know, they, don't, they don't even see us as people. They're like, no. should we? How they about, forgot she was how there about, practically. How about since since y'all feel like, oh, this is such a whatever thing, why doesn't Chris Rock make a joke about Will? Right. Will was what, the one who was actually a nominee, first of all. Why is he talking about Jada at all? What's the issue with? These like the men reason he made a joke about each other in their so-called comedy is always punching down. They're too they're too yeah. afraid to come at each other sideways, and that that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like these male these male comedians are not coming at each other. These these black male comedians, no. it's always us. It's always the women. Mm-hmm. What is that shit? And you know, all those people who were like, that's you know, why thing. didn't he make that comment? He was right there. He could have made it. I'm gonna tell you, it's because he knew that the reason he got that slap and that was the end of that <laughs> was because he kept them hands behind his back joke and about will if you got smoke with will make a joke about will why yeah. you, you coming for someone's wife or women you're pathetic and like, y'all these people who what think next? that children should have happened because with... will's husband defended jada is jada should have been further humiliated you're a terrible sexist and i don't like you right like so he slapped because he slapped him so come at him then what does jada right. have to do with this like we'll go up there and slap him why 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 does she need to be further humiliated what is wrong with exactly you? that's crazy psychotic, and girl. and i'm telling you anybody like you could tell from chris body language and his reaction he knew that cutting that off right there is the reason nobody had to call the authorities or cart nobody out because all these people who think that if they were in that position that they'd have you know said whatever i bet you wouldn't have I bet you would have done the same thing he did and decided to curb it. So he really should be happy that he had enough self-control to just slap him. Because he played Ali. You know he knows how to throw a punch. We've seen him do it. (laughs) So, you know, the the fact that Will really could have rocked his jaw. (laughs) um, And I'm going to tell you what, if he had decided that he wants to double down on, you know, uh, come on humiliating this man's wife for no apparent reason in public, I promise you security would have had to be called because and it's like, he would have got a whole ass whooped. It's one that's why thing he didn't if, do that. If say, if say, say I was, um, I had cancer and I lost all of my hair going through the treatments, right? And I right. had a big sense of humor about it and I made sure everyone right. knew, hey, it's fair game to, to make these jokes all laugh, whatever. Right. That is totally different to, you have not talked to her about it. You have no idea how sensitive she is about this thing she's going yeah. through. And he has talked to Will about it. Like what that right audio leaked from have, an after party. Like what right do you have to, to, to dig at someone's 
medical issue if you're if you haven't right. discussed it with them whether that's appropriate or not even when Kanye yeah. West is crazy ass call Taylor Swift to say hey can I put you in this song right even even he got damn freaking consent before he did that because he knew that he was going to be going kind of low like because he made a joke about having sex with Taylor Swift in the song like no it was low so even he knew hey let me ask her first because you can't just assume shit is and like like and he and we know he didn't assume because I told you somebody leaked audio from like an after party and you could hear Will saying I talked to him I talked to him about this thing so Chris actually did talk to Will and Will did like tell him to lay off his wife um, I know I know he told him I know I know Will Will talked to him and said don't make yeah jokes I just I'm just saying I don't think Chris knows personally how this is affecting Jay like I doubt Will told him oh she's crying about it and like he doesn't know the intimate details and how much this right and you shouldn't need to know all that like we know about it because we've seen some of the red table talk stuff we've seen her like literally cry about it like if you saw the photos afterwards Willow's bald right now too because she wanted to do that in solidarity because it was so hard for Jada to go out like bald like that it's just like what makes you think you should do that you don't right. you're not in you're not in that circle you don't you don't know her like that to be doing that and then That's how wild. would anybody feel if what had actually happened was she had dissolved into hysterical tears which could have happened hey like <laughs> i even said that on tumblr i was like maybe people would get that he was publicly humiliating her if she had been the one to slap him or if she burst into tears but even then probably not because people legitimately no. do not see us as human like they don't even care no, if they you cry. remember megan megan got megan the stallion got on instagram live bawling her eyes out yeah. after she was shot and people were still like whatever bitch like they just don't even they care. really they really so don't. her tears like, probably wouldn't have i mean shit. remember how many people in the titan fandoms have said that they've never seen Corey cry why do you want Actually, to? It literally and it wouldn't matter. Y'all would it clearly probably, wouldn't matter because would still be saying she's it worthless. And people don't even remember it. They'd still call her worthless because she doesn't look the right way and she's not strong enough for them. But I mean, I'm saying Here's it tells enough. you something about how people see us that people would say that it didn't happen when actually it happened, which means they cared so little, they don't even remember it occurred. (laughs) Like they were so unaffected, they don't even remember that it happened on screen in front of them. Well, I don't, the weird shit seems to be they specifically want her love interest to make her cry. So maybe that's the issue. But I I don't know what it is. Haven't you seen the people saying that like Corey like doesn't react to things and doesn't cry, you don't see her be hurt? Like you've seen those takes, you know? Like like, no, they don't, you know, they they don't humanize her. And it was just like, Actually, all these things happen. Clearly, it wouldn't make a difference because you don't even remember it happened. Oh, I think so. Clearly, they, it wouldn't make a difference. I think they also you. fast forward her scenes. I get that vibe from that. A lot of people just fast forward her shit if it yeah. does not involve Dick Grayson. They were just like, skip. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, how do you not know? And then they say her plot is lagging like, as if they watched it. it. <laughs> like, you know, mm-hmm. would would her plot line's not la- lacking? Uh, it just is lacking a sufficient amount of white dick to catch your to hold your attention so that's what that is um and it's deeply obnoxious and i'm never gonna get used to the level of misogyny that people direct at black women particularly black women that they perceive to be promiscuous that is so it's so intense and it's just startling whenever you see it you know what i mean 
like yeah. the how deep the hatred is for black women having the unmitigated goal to have sex in this world <laughs> to just breathe you really can't like, do nothing around here i mean you dude there were so many people who felt like jada should be further attacked for yeah. sitting next to somebody that slaps someone because <laughs> she ain't gonna have the oscars why am I in it? <laughs> what did she, she do? <laughs> she wasn't nominated for a award. She didn't say anything. She just sitting there. She didn't talk. She um, didn't do nothing. Well, she was just and did you see all these texts saying that what happened, even though there were cameras there, so we know this didn't happen, was she must have expressed her disapproval to Will and made him get up. Yeah. Wow. Actually, there was a camera on her, so we saw her not say anything. <laughs> like, we all... We, we saw it like i don't what so i guess she happened. like mind controlled him and what into like what looks going like, off like a manchurian candidate right because we, we can't see all the angles but what it what probably happened what it looked like happened is he was doing that okay laugh you know what i mean yeah and he probably could look at her face I'm sure you you you're married to someone that long. You know what their their facial expressions mean. Mm -hmm. She probably gave a very "I'm gonna cry in a car later" face. Yeah, and then he got pissed. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Like <laughs> you, you know what that look is. Yeah, if it's someone like people who are just like, oh, they want him to break up with her. He's a he's a punk. He's a this. He's a that. They've been together forever. They've been together for like 30 years. They've been like, together like as long as we've been living out here. Like, just about. I know you guys are like well, maybe, miserable. Maybe mid-90s, so like maybe 25 years, something like that. Ages. Like, I get it. Y'all hate Black women, so you think it's insane to be in love with one, but he genuinely is. Let it go. And then also, There's probably like, not you... much either one of them could do to make them want to get divorced. No. And like you've seen him going, you've seen them so, him on family vacations with the wife of his uh, old, oldest son, like and and Jay, like with his right. you know his first wife. Yeah, so and he always. I has, think he just he left always, somebody for her. Yeah, and I he always it. he always has that son with him too. Like he's not even, like he's a family guy. I really yeah. believe him when he says that. <laughs> even like, after getting divorced, married to somebody else, and having a couple kids, he still brings his whole family on family vacations. Yeah. And then all his kids know and are around each other. Like, yeah, y'all are crazy. I don't know what's um, so wrong with y'all. But think you it's... just want to see this this family broken up, and you're like manifesting her getting domestic abuse and y'all and then also is it surprising therapy. like remember how jada had yeah, um jordan's back when that whole thing happened with the kardashians yeah. obviously yeah. these are the kind of people whose values don't include abandoning a woman for some kind of alleged sexual sin yeah. clearly they're willing to publicly defend someone like right. they're willing to publicly defend a woman who's out here getting slut shamed we've established that like exactly. you know so why people would on one hand see how they made it very clear like these are sex positive people and these are people that will defend each other publicly including sharing things that might make people feel some kind of way about it about them if that's necessary to defend them you know like and obviously she also will, she's also the one who had will um not will um snoop come on her show to apologize to gail right yeah yeah absolutely like they've made it very clear that they are a defend women kind of people and that 
because a woman like had sex with someone that she isn't supposed to isn't one of those reasons that they'll abandon somebody like we know this about them as people uh, I don't know it's just like I don't know people have gotten people do so much projecting and they've gotten so far removed from what it's like to like be in love that it's like a myth to them they don't get the concept of someone like 90 percent of the like if this really myths love so them, weird discourse is just about them acting like they love each other yeah like it's it bothers people like anytime a man shows any kind of affection for his wife people just start calling him a simp and i'm just like yeah. what happened to like being in love with the person you married like I don't what is what am, what am I looking at like they do it with Russell and Sierra I'm like what did Sierra yeah. ever do to Russell that he would not be nice to her like you're supposed what? to love the person you're married to I thought that's one of the values of our society we're not like an arranged marriage society so no, I thought we're supposed to marry because we love right what is the point of marrying someone who you don't even like like that <laughs> what why would you do if that? there's anybody who should slap uh, somebody on your account that person should be your husband right? are we supposed to be like marrying our our best friends like our ride or dies what? like we're not doing that anymore <laughs> people what? are really consistently shocked okay. and dismissed ride for each other like that no matter how clear they've made they ride for each other like that like people just like people are upset that like will won't like disown Jaden for like wearing a skirt ridiculous i mean if you love your son then no you won't cease all communications because you don't like his outfit like i'll just say like we could we could end because it's getting long <laughs> i will just say this if if i were to get married i will get married for love obviously um mm-hmm. would be someone i am best friends with because they're going to be in my house in my face all the time, all the time. so i gotta be for you gotta be years. best friends right and if you try my best friend, I might slap you in the face. So if I was yeah. married and some chick said some slick shit to my husband that she shouldn't be saying, she might get slapped in the face. And I'd expect my husband to do the same if some man said some slick shit. hundred percent. That's how I want my relationship <laughs> to be if I ever get married. If not, yeah. what is the I wouldn't want to marry somebody who would feel like they're What's doing the too much to defend me. Right? Like, <laughs> oh, not here. This is not the right place. Bitch. <laughs> No, throw hands I at someone's it wedding. Anywhere, throw anytime, hands for me at someone's funeral. I don't care where we are. Throw hands with me at a hospital. I don't care. <laughs> what do you mean? Straighten the waistcoat afterward. Catch them paws. Avenge me. Yes. <laughs> what are you talking about? I Man, I, mean, I can't even imagine why a person would want to marry a man that would not point? be out here passing out ass whoopings like pamphlets men are so annoying you, why would i why would i bother if you're not even gonna do that for me <laughs> we're not even look we're not even friends and you won't defend me if people insult me why are you in my house and, and don't even like each other nobody that big if they ain't gonna protect you i thought that's why we had large dangerous house pets right. like us then why is your big ass here then <laughs> like what do you even do <laughs> you know how long you gotta spend in the kitchen for a man as big as well what you even feeding all that for if he ain't right, gonna you know what food they eat you in my house eating all my food <laughs> and you just gonna <laughs> let people talk to me crazy in public 
out here eating 20 pounds of meat a week. I'm slaving over the grills for you to let somebody try me. And six foot three of muscles sitting next to me is going to watch somebody make fun of my bald head. (laughs) Imagine. Like, and then this whole thing, most people are looking for like big, strong husbands. Like most people, like, you know, most women want to marry a man who's taller. Usually we're looking for someone strong. I mean, is it just for somebody to like lift boxes? Cause you could just hire movers. I thought we wanted protection too. I don't know. Um, also, none of you guys are comic book fans, right? Because I feel like that's a whole genre about big, strong people committing violence to protect people. I guess not. I guess let's just <laughs> remove all fight scenes from all comic books now, um, especially if he's defending a woman, because you know what that means. 100%. When you do the math, Captain America is about to beat the shit out of Peggy Carter. Oh, sorry for her. Right. That's what's going to happen. Deeply clearly, concerned. Right? That's what's going to happen. That's <laughs> like, how it works. When, when Dick Grayson is out here literally stomping dudes out <laughs> uh, to protect Corey, are you guys like aghast? Is that how you feel? maybe they are maybe that's why so many people have issues with the show they just can't believe someone would kill batman over starfire you're right that's horrible how do you violence is not the answer forget an open head is not smack he got a boot to the ribs out here oh you know what i mean bruce and the batman did go apeshit when that dude was choking selena maybe that's what upset set freaking Ben Shapiro off. <laughs> I mean, people are getting very delicate in their feelings about all of yeah. this. And I mean, I thought I thought old school sexists like that kind of thing. <laughs> like, so, I thought that's the only that was the only thing we could agree about. And apparently nothing not makes even sense. In the age of OnlyFans, you are not allowed to have a consensual Can you believe we live in a world where Ben Shapiro is against a public display of chivalry? That's Amazing. where we live? like like, I thought you were a bible bro like I'm lost I don't know where we're at what happened (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) we could just end here I don't even know what's going on man people are like really nothing makes sense they they want they want their heroes to be violent but if you're a guy who's violent you're not a hero a bad person i okay whatever go to war to protect women but hug the russians i don't fucking know i don't know i mean apparently that's what they're expecting they're gonna they're gonna go over there to do because i've seen so many uh videos of like you know ukrainian like women and children and stuff and about uh why should we we should start a land war and a nuclear war to protect them but also slapping is too violent, so they can't even slap them. Forget about shooting. I don't know what they're supposed to do over there. They just uh, pull them aside um, and have a calm conversation. Like um, <laughs> we asked you before uh, not to invade us. <laughs> well, so remember how people stop were dragging Trump us? for that? Like, remember how Trump was getting dragged for having mm-hmm. conversations with Putin? Mm-hmm. So apparently, we can't talk to them and ask them not to do anything. And I don't know. I don't know what people want from anybody at this point. 
uh, neither do I. That's that's my not what we want, and violence is also not what we want. The the more I hear people talk, the more confused I am as to what the hell they want because everything is so contradictory that just nothing makes sense. None of it makes sense. Nothing. So. On that I've gotten note. to a point where I uh, am completely what? exiting from any sort of attempts to pay attention to anything political, heaven forbid activism, because people are too stupid and contradictory to be worth my time in that way. There's a reason I completely exited Twitter and I will never go back. Like it was just a see, it wasn't just hot takes about Titans. It was hot takes about every damn thing. And I just got tired. It was just like a, like, a freaking downpour of stupidity every day and I was just like I'm so tired of everyone being so stupid out loud I can't do it anymore I don't want to look at it anymore I'm out like I can't so yeah I don't even want to like I can't even the the few times I looked at Twitter and in the past day I was just like never mind like this is why I'm not on here anymore because what the hell are y'all even on about I I can't even tell you what does what hot take just hit mine right now because we're not discussing it on air. I'm just telling you, I'm creating a new one with a new address, and the only thing we're following is like cartoons. Girl, I'm and I'm about to download a VPN because <laughs> bitches be getting doxxed lately. So, oh, for God's sake! So, let me, Oof, honey, <laughs> let me uh, get my VPN. Like, holy shit! Same. Ah, oh, the insanity. The the circus <laughs> continues and not the fun kind. No, not the fun kind. Not like, fun uh, kind. you know, uh, <laughs> thank you viewers for coming with us on this journey uh, of <laughs> <laughs> darkness, sexism, and Batman. <laughs> right. We will see you guys next time where <laughs> we talk about I don't even know what. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we'll think of something. We'll think of something.